Hi, I'm Raymond and you're listening to Insert Quest here. Today we are playing Zodiac Hunt, our Dungeon World campaign inspired by Greek myth uh, and in particular the Greek Zodiac. I think uh, when last we joined our players they uh, had just returned uh, from capturing Capricorn. Uh, they were having a they were going to have a party uh, to celebrate them uh, and managed to uncover another one of the Zodiac monsters. Uh, they uncovered uh, someone that was cursed by Zeus. Uh, Aquarius the water... Aquarius? Yeah. Aquarius the water bearer. Um, then they did some partying things. One of them went home with a handmaiden. The princess's handmaiden. Uh, and another one uh, was carried off by one of the not Argonauts. Um, and one of them went home, but uh, was implied that there may be romantic entanglement in his future. I forgot to give you guys your name tags back. Um, so how about you guys introduce yourself, starting with whoever says their name first. So, Apa, the bard. Played by? Played by Matt, and um, he's slowly progressing his way to becoming more and more famous. Either through illegitimate children, or maybe writing a great ballad one day. Yep, good. Um, I'm Dylan, I'm playing Autolycus the Thief. Um, he's Phoebe. He's what? He's Phoebe. He's gonna wake up nice and sore. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, Xanth. Uh, I'm the Ranger, my name's Corey. Uh, Hero's just pretty well learning. Uh, killing is not always the option. And speech and... Other people yeah. are actually getting... Yeah. Good. Coolies. Alright, so... Um, we shall kick things off with... Well, first... Um, what did Xanth do after leaving the party with Blue Bulls? <laughs> I was thinking, who's Blue Bulls? <laughs> <laughs> That's even better. <laughs> Interesting um, fun fact. In ancient Greek times, the colour blue had not yet been invented. Like, there was no term to refer to the colour blue. Yeah. I will talk to you guys more about that off camera. Off camera, it, off recording. Maybe they call it purple balls. No, like, that. for instance, they referred to the, they referred to the colour of the sea as, like... It had it in, like, lots of Greek legends and stuff that are written down. Like, the translations is, like, something to do with the colour of wine. But, like, the sea doesn't look anything like wine. But that was just the best way they had to describe it. And, like, myth, like, stories from ancient Greece almost never talk about the sky unless it's, like, the sky when it is not blue. So, like, they'll talk about, like, um... They might talk about like the sky being full of the uh, being the color of blood, or like came over with dark clouds. But then they almost never talk about the plain sky because they didn't have the means to describe it. 
So I have heard recently. It's weird. Yeah, anyway. Sorry. What did uh, you do after you left the party, Zan? I went home. That's fine. Yeah, so yeah. you went back to... I, I just went back to... Uh, the lodgings. Humble, yeah, the lodge. Uh, oh, your home home or the like lodgings that the king has provided for you? Oh, um, yeah, went to the lodgings. That the king has? Uh, to which I communed and learned a spell. Yeah. Cool. Um... What did Aper do with this handmaiden? Where did you and the handmaiden go? Um, I convinced her to take you to the princess's room and we made love in there. And then the princess came back and was like, I'm tr- I, I want to go to bed, so hurry up. <laughs> Eros! Yeah, brilliant. I offer this to you, Eros. <laughs> Uh, alright, so, Otto, you wake up, and you've just got, like, a splitting headache. You didn't eat too much at the party, but you drank a lot, you seem to remember some, there was some wrestling, and, uh, definitely some fucking when you got home, uh, got home, and then you, uh, sort of stand up. Uh, well, you know, stand up. You get out of bed. Uh, it's a very nice bed. Uh, and you feel like your head is spinning. Uh, you feel kind of queasy. Yeah, I can't remember much from, yeah. from last night. Yeah, do you look around? Uh, yeah, from my clothes. Uh, yeah, you try to find your fancy robes that you had made. And you see the uh, big muscular woman lying next to you. Um... With uh, barely any of the blankets over her, but you've like pulled the blankets up over yourself to hide your shame. Uh, not shame at sleeping with the woman, obviously. She's a very beautiful woman, but, you know, you just feel kind of a bit dirty. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, she's just sort of lazy there. There's lots of, um, like, animal furs and uh, things like that around. Uh, you think you spot your robes on the other side of the... Uh, of the room, and as you move to, towards them, you sort of uh, stumble to one side, uh, and that's when you realise you're on a boat. So, uh, yeah, I'll grab my clothes and um, leave yeah, quietly. You, you go to leave. Yeah. Right. Don't wanna wake her up. All right. So you start to leave. Uh, you open the door. And there is, uh, in front of you are the other, hang on, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You see the other eight, uh, Marts, the, the, uh, hero team that come to the party, as well as about 30 other soldiers, uh, all just, uh, l- uh staring at the room are quietly uh, eating uh, food and stuff just as you open the door they see you and then they all sort of grin and then they start like cheering and laughing and like oh look at you and then you hear stirring behind you uh, as uh, Zoltek uh, gets up and walks over to you and uh, slaps you on the rump it's like, yeah, nice work last night. You were really scratched, scratched those hard to reach places. 
Yeah, you're you're good too, sweetie. <laughs> she like tussles your hair, but she's like a foot taller than you, easy, and uh, walks off. Uh, still naked. Uh, to go find some food. Uh, you see her sister Cassis uh, run up to her and like throw a cloak on her. It's like cover yourself up, woman. Show some pride. Jeez. Uh, she sort of looks dagger eyes at you. She still just want to try and leave. Yes. Yep. You just you go to walk off the boat. Um, you notice that you're down at the docks of Zodiopolis. Yes, Zodiopolis, which is the capital city of your kingdom. Uh, there's a lot of ships around. Uh, this ship seems to be um, the 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 jetty wharf that's attached to. It's like right at the end, like in prime position to leave. There's no ships that are in its way if it wanted to leave and go out into the exit the harbour. You can see the um, there's the the beach and the cl- and the shallow cliff. Uh, to one side, which is, and on top of that you can see the city, uh, and then you see the, uh, you're, you're on a, um, a artificially made peninsula that juts out into the sea, uh, on either side, uh, are various wharfs and docks and jetties, uh, and then at the far end there's a large break wall. Um, in the middle is a, of the, on, on the, at the far end of the causeway out in the sea, or Causeway Peninsula, is a large, um, very large lighthouse, and at either end of the break walls there are small lighthouses. Uh, although normally ships do not enter during the evening, um, but fishing ships and things leave pretty early in the morning, uh, just a little bit before dawn. So, you're walking back through... Uh, the wolves and things. Back to the, uh, back to the house. Alright, make me a discern realities check. Roll. Oh, I mean, this is... Oh, where's... I've got basic moves here. Oh, you're looking for dice. Roll plus wisdom. So, 2d6. I don't think I have a... Wisdom modifier? Modifier, no. Oh, that one's gone. <laughs> That's always the way with dice. Oh no, I got a plus one. That's yeah, right. plus one's respectable. Okay, we got a one. One, great. And a four, so it's going to be a five. I did not. See a much. six in total. So yeah, yeah. So you're walking on the jetty. Um, you start to hear a little commotion. Uh, to the left of you. Uh, down by a. Some fishermen, you see the ship, you look at the fisherman's boat and you see like there's no nets on it, like it almost looks like, uh, you can, takes you a minute but you notice that the nets have been ripped off the ship, and then you hear the guys chanting, he's like, oh, some, some must have been a bit giant shark, it got in the net and just wouldn't let go, ripped the whole thing off the side of my boat. Somebody, the king, he should... He should send out uh, send out his navy to find out what it was. I demand my net back. How's a man meant to live in this day and age without his net? Um, I keep walking. Yeah, that's fine. 
<laughs> just ignore the, his ravings. Yeah, you can smell uh, the cooking of uh, fresh uh, squid and fish. Uh, and you feel your tummy grumbling. Um, yeah, I should probably eat something. You don't have to eat now. You can wait till you get back to this, uh, the king's palace uh, and eat. I, I didn't eat much last night and I'll be... Uh, Need, need something greasy to uh yeah they got some yep brilliant so how much coin do you have i'm broke oh you are i am broke i still haven't you got them bracelet things them I, I jewels can, yeah, i, I can, steal someone's plate <laughs> and you're, you're, by the way, you really stand out. You're in really fancy robes yeah, probably, even like the merchants around here are not that well dressed i'll exchange one of my Gold goblets for a meal. Yeah, the guy's like, oh, that's all right. He brings you that uh, you recognize this very rare fish called the apple fish. Um, it has uh, a orange orange scales with like green ripples, uh, and it's called the apple f- apple fish because it tastes. Uh, when when cooked right, similar to uh, it has a slight appley taste to its uh, flesh. It's one of those rare fish that you guys decided was a commodity in this kingdom. Uh, yeah, so you sit down and munch away. Cool. Yeah, you feel reinvigorated. Make me a discern realities check. <laughs> Two. And a three, so it's still a It's six. the exact same. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, you head off. You, uh, it takes you a little while, but you get back to the, um, back to the palace, and the guards, uh, let you in with, uh, only a light chuckle. Uh, Apa is, at this time, is also wandering back through, uh, the hallways of the palace. He gets turned around and sees you. Yo! Hey. Well, um. Good night, I take it. Yeah, I, th- I think so. I'll slap him on the rump. <laughs> no, it's sore, don't. It is actually, it feels a bit raw. <laughs> Nothing a bit of drinking food can't help. Um, head back to the. And you've got the meeting room? Whatever, where do they serve breakfast around here? Where do they serve breakfast around here? <laughs> The, the the uh, attendant that is leading you back to your uh, your chambers that were provided. Uh, you see Arzanth there uh, with a large spread of various foods. Um, a lot of leftovers from the party last night. Um, wine, <laughs> beer, because like you're not going to drink water. Water is poisonous. Uh, yeah. You munch down. You're you're feeling pretty full from that fish yeah. you ate, but you could go for some drink. Could I? Yeah. Well, you could go for some fluids, but like you're not gonna drink water because water is full of pollutants and contaminants. You could drink some kind of juice. Yeah, some yeah. some fruit juice or yeah. something. Yep, yeah, they have uh, some pomegranate a, juice. Um, a nice cocktail of of a hangover cure. Yeah. Well, um, I'm going to do a spout lore on this one. Yeah, do it. Tell me about... Yeah. I'll list some ingredients for you. So, my spout lore is a six. 
Ooh. So this one is uh, one my mum used to make for me when I was a little boy and had too much to drink, too much wine with, um, with my dinner. One of the ingredients <laughs> has to be garum. Garum's the ingredient. Do you guys know what garum is? It's a, it's a, in ancient Rome, uh, it was one of the, thi- one of the main thing, a huge thing that was produced in Pompeii. Uh, it is a, uh, I guess you could call it a condiment, kind of like a pesto maybe, or, uh, or something like that, made primarily from fish guts, fermented. And stored in jars. It was... It smells rank. I can't imagine how anyone would like it. But the Romans were fucking mad for the stuff. They loved it. And it's in this hangover cure. What are some of the other ingredients you're putting in it? Um, wine. Yep. Beer. Hair of the dog that bit you. Yep. Water. I know they say this shit kills ya, but she swears by it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if, you, if you've got a good well or a purified spring, it's fine. But you know, most water, yeah, I wouldn't touch it. Um, a chicken bone. Yep. Yeah, you got to get the broth from the chicken bone. Yep. Marrow is good for you. And a little bit of sweat. Yeah. <laughs> he swears by it. Um, I will take a very, very small sip. <laughs> Why is just? <laughs> It tastes... The wine part of it tastes real good. And it's very overpowering. You must have used a very strong wine. Uh, But then, like... The fish chunks hit the back of your throat. uh, And the chicken bone chinks against your teeth. And the revolting part of it starts to uh, come on. Uh, Make me a... uh, Make me a constitution just, check to try and... Change. Yeah, but actually, yeah, defy danger. Yeah, this is very dangerous. Uh, what, what, um, start... A, what is yeah, enduring. You're trying to endure. I'm trying to endure. Unless you want to, like, try and, like, pretend you're drinking it and hiding it somewhere. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll try and endure this horrible drink with Ooh. a one. God, I'm not wrong. <laughs> you got to roll, like, a six. Four. It's a, yeah, it's a six. Nice. Yeah, he starts to drink it, and then you're, you feel like you're about to throw up. What do you do? I throw up all over him. You, he just, he drops the glass and you can see he's about to vomit. Defy danger. <laughs> Alright, maybe <laughs> defy danger with... Or defy danger by... It's probably getting out of the way, you but... Have to get, I'll, I'll jump back. Yeah. Oh, Wait. me, you fucker! <laughs> Is that a double two? No, it's a three and a one. So it's the same thing as getting double two. It's it's a five. Double two. Yeah, you go to jump back when it's too late. You get covered in in fish. Like, it smells like more fish than you put in it. You don't understand. What did he do? Eat a whole fish before coming here? And it's like got that acrid stank of, of, of like when you just vomit up almost pure bile. Mm -hmm. It's just like, make me a defy danger check with constitution to avoid throwing up yourself. (laughs) I think he's going to make it. Yeah, you managed to choke it down. So he's covered in vomit. You've just thrown up. Sam's just watching. I would have, uh, after you applied this, uh, that's a bit left over here. Uh, it generally does the trick for me, but 
Whatever you say, that you, <laughs> you feel like a great weight has been lifted. You just feel awful. It's I'm going. It's like sticking to you. Just take off all my clothes. Yep. Um, Thankfully, you're still wearing those fancy clothes from last night, so it's not your normal go walking around gear that's just been ruined. <laughs> throw them at an attendant. I those wash plates. I'm really taken to this uh, attendant business, boys. <laughs> I'll um, get a bit of the wine and sort of wash it over. <laughs> 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 That'll do the trick. Somebody comes in uh, a few minutes later with a large uh, bronze bowl full of water and, flo- and uh, various flower petals. Uh, and says, would you like me to bathe you, sir? Assuming the position? Yeah, this, uh, this gentleman starts uh, rubbing you down. Do you give them any directions while they're rubbing you I'll, down? I'll let them take their own course of action if they want to respond. Do you have any scars or markings, birthmarks, oh, tattoos on your body? And again, we've, I have got one birthmark, four scars... And three other types of marks that are discernible. Excellent. Um, they point out, they say, oh, this looks like a pretty serious scar. How did you get that? And you can describe to us the story related to this scar, if you'd like. Um, that scar there is where uh, a witch doctor once took something out of me. Jesus Christ. I was bedridden for a day and a half with this agonising pain, and... I didn't know what to do, so someone called someone, and suddenly, like, they're doing this weird thing, and they pull this thing out of me and stitch me up. It was a doctor from Rainin. You know that much. I know, there was a lot of hashish involved. He had a Rainian look about him. There was a lot of, uh, Rainian pipeweed he fed me. Yeah. He just shoved it in your mouth. (laughs) He's like, chew on this. Will it stop the pain? Sure. Why not? Can't hurt. So that's one of my less, um, less appealing stories, but... By the time you're done telling this story, they're now uh, scrubbing your feet. Uh, and then, uh, then they stand up, uh, and uh, then they get some uh, oil uh, and start rubbing it into your muscles. Uh, this is like... This is like, feels like a very aggressive massage. They're pushing really hard on your skin. Um, it it kind of hurts a bit, but you know that it's going to feel good afterwards. You guys are just, it's just naked, being bathed and oiled. I think I might go back to the room and change out of the fancy gear yep. and put on my regular... Yep. As you're heading back, as you're heading to get uh, those clothes and uh, you're about to put yours back on, you all hear a loud um, trumpeting uh, sound, almost like, um, it's not like a a, uh, summoning uh, horn. Those just all congealed together. <laughs> he just pulled out a bunch of snakes lollies and they're all just one big fucking clump. Because Alan's lollies hates you. I had one green one. I ate the green one. Yeah, you gotta eat the green one. Anyway, the horn sounds... Uh, it's it's very deep. 
uh, and reverberating, uh, and it and it makes a very long sound, sort of similar to like what you might what a foghorn would sound like if you could only make it using primitive techniques. Uh, about lore on that. Um, do it. That Rock design. and roll. Pretty sure that's uh, horn to symbolise the beginning of the day, guys. Did you get a six? Yeah. You don't have any modifiers to wisdom, do you? Yeah, he does. He seems he seems confident. Does anybody else want to make spout law? Uh, yeah, I can. Hang on, spout law is int. Yeah, your int is that bad? I thought your int was good. Is your is your wisdom? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll spout law about it. All right, rock and roll. Okay. Two. Five, six. Um, oh, you should be marking experience for you. Yeah, you should. Well, Corey doesn't. No, I don't. Um, yeah, I have no idea. Nice. Yeah. Um, uh, you don't know what that is. <laughs> you you know it can't be for marking the beginning of the day because it's mid morning. <laughs> I'll, I'll have a go. I think I know what that is. Yeah, I think you know what that is too. And a three, five, and a... No, i got no idea. Yeah. It's the beginning of the day, boys. I told you. Scout lore isn't your jam. You're, go- you're about to uh, enter the uh, bedroom where you slept and grab your clothes when you see a bunch of guards running past you. If you want, you can ask them what's going on. They look pretty flustered. Hey, guys, what's going on? There is, there's a monster down at the docks. A monster, you say? Yes, we've got to run! The, uh, the other guards don't stop and then he sprints off to catch up. Okay. Uh, I will send Beagle out to follow them. Okay. And I'll carry on quickly, well, rushing back mm-hmm. to the room to get dressed. You pull your pants on and uh, grab your gear and you're going to go get the guys? Yeah, so I'm now ready. I pack all my stuff and quickly run out to the guys and let them know hey guys uh there's a monster attacking down that's what that horn was it's the symbol of attack quick oh, i don't know about that but <laughs> see another <laughs> bunch you, of see, see another bunch of soldiers run past your door a, a bunch of soldiers ran past my door and uh yeah i think we should just go forward it could be another another beast that we're trying to <coughs> capture I suppose, I suppose we should. Grab a yeah. goblet of wine and hurry on. <laughs> Always with the wine. <laughs> yep, so you guys, uh, you follow the soldiers down to the, uh, down to the docks. Um, there's a large, uh, you don't see anything at first, but then uh, as you get closer to the docks, you see a large, uh, sort of, a, it's not a fin like a shark fin or something, it's more like spined ridges sticking out of the water there are multiple colours and it's just sort of milling around in the deep water they hmm? they so what, is this just one no I just said it is, oh the, the spines you don't oh, see yeah, them yeah, yeah. Yeah. as far as you can tell it's one length of spines Yeah. so Upon seeing the spines, mm-hmm. I will try and wrap my mind using my bardic lore. You just asked me a question or something, right? Um, 
you can ask the GM any one question about it, the GM will answer truthfully. I totally will. Ask me a question. What, what creature is this? This is one of the mythical uh, guardian fish of Aphrodite. Some might... Oh, no, you can you can roll to get any of the rest. That's all I'm telling you. I'm telling you its name. Mythical it's a mythical guardian, guardian fish. Oh, well, uh, I'm some spout lore on that mythical garden. Rock and roll. Hope you do better this time. You will do better this time. You've got an eight already. So, eight? Eight. All right, you get to ask me a question. No, you tell me something interesting. All right, the spout lore, I'll tell you something interesting. And, and it's on me to make it useful. Yep. Um... Aphrodite Aphrodite keeps uh, these fish in legends uh, for uh, special occasions. Normally uh, she only sets them on people that have angered her or offended one of her children like Eros for example. So Aphrodite, that crazy bitch, <laughs> lets these is uh, lets these guardian fish loose. I'm pretty sure when someone's pissed her off. I'm going to discern reality. Yeah, that's fine. Go rock um, and roll. What's about to happen? Well, you did you succeed on your roll? Yeah. <laughs> I'm rolling shit. Man. Three. We both are. We. It's both using the same dice. Yeah. Yeah. Flip, switch, switch dice. It doesn't make a difference. It doesn't normally make a difference, no. Yeah. Um, I was trying to play uh, a bit of a I, I, I don't discern reality. Fair enough. Um, yeah, so what are you guys going to do? You can hear lots of screaming, but like, as far as you can tell, nothing's happened yet. Um, how far out is the fish? Probably like from the like furthest, from the longest jetty, probably like 200 metres at most. Um, soldiers nearby? There's soldiers all around. They're like surrounding the, um, docks. You there, dear sir. Yeah? Give me that spear. Um, okay. Who are you? And you've already, he's already handed you his spear. <laughs> I'll, um, run to the end of the closest dock. Yep. Oi, hey, mate, that's my spear. <laughs> Get to the very end of it and hoik it at the creature. That cost me five bloody duck. Uh, I gotta kick myself out, you bloody oaf! <laughs> that comes out of my next pay! <laughs> so, what's that, a volley? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Rock and roll. 200 metre volley. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey man, he could make it. Never that was about javelin. What? <laughs> um, nine. Right. Uh. You get to choose uh, one of those effects. Well, I don't have any more ammo. <laughs> you just take someone else's spin. <laughs> um, I'll move, I'll place myself in danger. So as I'm running along and I throw, I jump into the water, 
to get that extra like fucking two meters. <laughs> they're like, and just to throw it with all my force while not connected to anything. All right, make me a make me that damage roll. Um, it's just your damage die on your character Four. Yep. Uh, you see uh, this spear uh, graze the fish, uh, and then as it uh, it's sort of. Um, perpendicular to you and as your uh, spear sort of grazes the spines it quickly whips around and is swimming towards you really fast what are you gonna do uh, I'm gonna jump in I'm gonna pull my bow and arrow and I am going to call my shot all right call that shot head all right one Ooh. four five uh, plus dexterities, plus two, so seven. Well, so, that's just enough. Just enough. Uh, so it just... Uh, on a seven to nine, it... On it is... They do nothing but stand and draw for a few moments. So okay. basically they skip a turn. Alright. The fish uh, sort of uh, slows down a little bit uh, as you, you, you see your arrow enter the water where you've estimated its head to be. Um, anyone else? Uh, can't get the fuck out of the water. Yeah, you start swimming <laughs> back towards that jetty. Yeah, I'll, I'll help uh, Apa get get back up onto. All the right, you jetty. grab him and you haul him out of the water, uh, and then you see the uh, the spines uh, sort of uh, twitch and wriggle out, and then they start shooting towards the jetty again. As it's getting closer, you notice that this thing has to be like at least fifty meters long. This is. The largest fish you've ever heard of, let alone seen. Um, at that point then, I will grab my bow out and start shooting at it too. Alright, rock and roll. Um, nine. Nine? Okay. So, I will... Realising that my first arrow is not going to hit, draw a second and shoot a second and hit. Oh, nice. You geo for the, uh, takes you more ammo. And I'll get my crossbow out. Mm. And with my single bolt, fire it. Yes, because the, the, the guy hasn't brought you your <laughs> new gear yet. <laughs> um, three damage from my... Arrow. Sweet. All right. Otto. So first, you got to make your volley. Four and a five. Nine. Oh, nice. Eleven. Yep. Sweet. Clean so shot. clean shot. That's, that's the eight. Yeah. So it's a two with a plus two for my uh, race, <laughs> and then a plus one from the. Um, crossbow itself so it's going to be five damage oh nice that's a fucking deadly machine um just give me one second yep sweet uh, I'm going to have another shot yep um, but this time I'm can I do two commands at once to... Like, for example, I'm going to call my shot again. Yep. 
Um, actually, no, I'm just going to volley this yep. time. Uh, but I want to command Beagle to uh, attack with me, so he attacks the same target. So yeah, that, that's that's fine because you don't have to physically do anything. Yeah, yeah. So I because that'll allow me to add the ferocity to the damage. So oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, rock and roll. So yeah, you see Beagle fly uh, swooping down. <laughs> Let's hope I don't hit him with an arrow. <laughs> yeah, take what you can get. Two, six, eight plus two is ten. Nice. Uh, so. On a 10 plus, you have a clear shot, deal one damage. Yep, so what's your damage die? Oh. Uh, if it had been a shitty number, would you have re-rolled, is my thing. You always re-roll if it falls off the table. Yeah, indeed. Five. So five plus two, seven. Nice. Uh, right, you, and its ferocity was two. Right, 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 I follow. That takes me to that. Sweet. Right, so, you guys uh, loose all your arrows at it. It just keeps swimming. And then you see this big, huge uh, mouth lift up out of the water. You can see big, bulging eyes uh, that are uh, bright. Uh, they glow uh, a sort of pinkish purple. Um, actually kind of reminds you... Uh, it has a similar appearance as pearls. Uh, except the colouring's a bit off. Um... Its teeth open up and it's like the teeth are almost rippling and constantly moving. Um, I would describe it as chainsaw-like, but your characters are from ancient Greece and thus have no <laughs> idea what that is. that appears to be. Uh, so, you know, chainsaw but moving slower. Uh, and it's just this huge mouth and this deep blackness inside. It's got these... Uh, bright, uh, multicoloured scales. Uh, and it's just swimming straight at that jetty that you're standing on. What are you going to do? I'm going to throw a dagger right in its mouth. Okay. Yes. Poison one. I don't have any poison ones left. He doesn't have any poison ones prepped. I thought the king's poison. I have to take time to apply it. Yeah, he has to apply the poison, which he hasn't done. It's too busy in the laid. Welcome to my world. See, this is... This is just, um... This is just the orgy campaign. Straight up damage. Every every my actual goal is every session to have set one orgy. Alright, right, it'll be seven damage. Seven damage, that's pretty good. Anyone else what are, what are you other two gonna do as this dagger flies I'm, into the thing's mouth and it's uh I am anticipating something dangerous to occur. Yeah. So I am standing ready and waiting. So oh, okay. Interesting yeah. choice. Zan? Uh I'm gonna take another shot. I'm gonna call another shot. Okay. Rock and roll. Um, I'm going to go for his head again. And again, Beagle's going to swoop. Sweet. So, five. Ten. Nice, which means I believe that you get to deal your damage in as damage well as... Plus as... Yeah, plus... Yeah. Plus your effect. Uh, four. Uh, plus two is six, so... Six more damage to him. Nice. So, you smack it in there. Uh, your arrow smacks into uh, the center of its uh, head. Actually, you shoot up through its mouth and you see your arrow come out the other side of its head and fly off into the ocean. Uh, and the creature sort of uh, slumps into the water. Its mouth closes, slams down, and then it sort of sinks. Uh, 
and you can you can feel its uh, face slam into the front of the jetty. You're just standing there, fucking bare chested, and uh, you know, ready to be eaten, pretty much. Uh, as you can feel this thing slam into the jetty, uh, the end pieces sort of buckle a little bit, but the jetty is more or less fine. Uh, you can just see some of its the quills on its spine sticking out of the water. Jump into the water. Swim down and pull out one of those eyes. Sweet. So, you're jumping into the water. It's pretty clear water. Um, it's a little bit mucky because there's, you know, people just chucking fish guts and stuff into the water and whatever. You jump into the water and you swim down to grab one of its eyes. And as you're about to pry the eye off, you start to notice the eye is like splitting in two and all the scales are splitting in two. What do you do? Do you still pry the eye off? Yes. Alright, you pry... Like my dagger and cut... Yeah. Cut the eye out. Yeah, you pry the eye out and uh, as you're cutting into it, it's really gelatinous and then once it's cut off, it sort of solidifies into this pearl the size of uh, a grapefruit. Which is like the largest pearl ever in existence. Like, I'm pretty sure that sort of a pearl couldn't form in nature. You swim back to the surface and uh, as you... You guys can see like a sparkling light uh, in the water and you notice the spines on the fish are sort of splitting in two. I'm going to discern realities. Rock and roll. Two, four is six and what was discern realities? Discern realities is wisdom, wisdom which is your good stat I believe. Plus one, so brings me up to seven. Yeah, sweet. So you get to ask one of the questions on the list. Uh, I know what one I'd ask. Yes. What, what happened here recently? <laughs> what happened here recently? A giant monster died. What should I be on the lookout for? I would have gone with what is about to happen. Yeah, I but okay. you can... Yeah? yeah, yeah what I'll is about to happen? Yeah. What is about to happen? This creature is about to split into two separate fish and come alive again. Okay. In preparation of this happening, yeah, I will... Everyone's like cheering that you killed this fish, by the way, because they don't realise what's going on. Okay, I'm going to cast... Mind spell. you, you don't really realise what's going on either, Otto. Uh, so I'm going to cast spell, so I'm going to have a magic weapon. Sweet. Uh, so the weapon I hold while casting does 1d4 damage until I dismiss the spell. Okay, um, I'm also going to... All going everywhere. He's got so many sheets of paper now because he's because like... Because I'm the cleric Because he's like, I'm going to be the cleric ranger. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in go. Um, Let my pen go. I... Yeah, I will... Uh, I'll wait for it to like now that I've got my spell ready. Um, yeah, so you want to make your you want to make the cast a spell roll, which is on the front page of the cleric sheet. Sorry, guys that are listening. That's all right. They understand. <laughs> I think it's like roll plus wisdom on a ten plus the spell is six. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. rock and roll. Three, four. There's no chance of me even getting a seven. Yeah. So what happens on a? What does it say? Anything for a foul? Uh, I'll 
On a 10 plus, the spell is successfully cast and does not revoke the spell. On a 7 and 9, the spell is cast, but choose one. Uh, I didn't even cast the spell, so. Indeed, so it, it doesn't say, like, on a negative. So I imagine you just lose the spell. Yeah, I think you the lose the spell, but, like, you can get spells back by communing. Yeah. Okay. Indeed. So you can't, you can no longer cast that spell until you commune again. Okay. Um, and what was the other thing you were thinking of trying? Uh, I I was I was gonna go um, straight out. I was just gonna blot out the sun, but he hasn't separated yet. So, indeed. Ah, oh, nice. Sweet. So, anyone else doing anything? You gasp as you rise to the surface. What do you, do you say? Anything? You got this giant pearl in your hand. <laughs> yep. Nice. That, that'll fetch a fair price. Um, I look for somewhere to put this. I put it in my bag, like open it, fucking this, yeah. and then Guys, like try and tie it as possible. Guys, watch out! Look, you look over your shoulder and you see these two distinct set of spines. Uh, okay. Uh, look back guys... at the soldiers, and I will. Soldiers are cheering. The guy without his spear is like just clapping. <laughs> it's like best use of a spear ever. Do you guys see my spear? Must be was part of that. <laughs> um, I will. Uh, I'll basically just shout out. Wait, two of you, get up here and give me your spears. <laughs> yeah, they, they charge up. One of the, the guy who lost this before shoves one of the other guys and grabs his spear and is charging up. <laughs> it's like no, my. <laughs> He thinks this is the new military paradigm. You know, you steal a spear and it's more effective. Although you can see that there are two distinct masses in the water now. Like, you can't make them out, but it's clearly doubled in size. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to start throwing daggers again and try... Alright, make me that dagger attack. So, the two soldiers arrive. Spears at those two. Are they going to throw them or are you? Look at them, dudes. Alright. Actually, I don't need to roll for them, Seven, eight, because nine. story. They uh, hurl their spears down into it, and you see the uh, spears enter the water. You can't tell if they hit or not. Uh, but they were aiming towards that big shadow. This is starting to feel like it's a hydra. Two. I do four damage. A hydra. Two. Not nice. one hit, one two grow back. Yeah, indeed. Hydra fish? Where, where? Did it just split in half, did it? From what you can tell. From what we can do. Uh, uh, the two spears go into the water, you throw that dagger, and then you notice the two spines curl and shoot off back into uh, towards the ocean. Uh, they, they don't go out into the deep water, well, they don't go out of the harbour, but they're back in the water where they were before, and now they're sort of swimming in figure of eights around one another. How far out? About the same distance they were before. So you can make another spear. Yeah, you can try for that spear again. again. Oh, okay. Well, I will. I'm going to... Yeah. Okay, get away! Go run back to the beginning of the dock. How much damage did you do? Four, did you say? Four damage, yes. Yeah. Make my way back down the beginning of the dock. Steal someone else's spear. <laughs> without asking this time. The other two soldiers are running back to grab more spears. The guys are just like throwing their spears onto the ground now. They're just making a big pile well, of spears. Case, I pick up two spears. Alright, you pick up two spears. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Rock and roll. Let's see it goes. This is going to be two separate rolls. Uh, so spear number one will be six. 
So the spear flies off into the water. But spear number two will be a ten. Nice. Sweet, make me that damage roll for your volley. Four. I'll be oh, nice. Five. I'll five. I'll be nice and say that hit the uh, one of the other ones. Unless you want it to hit the one that's already been damaged. I I can't control which one. All I'm right, there. sweet. Be damned, Dexter. Um, um, but I will allow there for myself with the running to jump into the water because it worked last time and that's what I was aiming yeah, for. Yeah, you slam into the water and you see them, uh, they sort of slow down their swimming and they change from the figure of eight pattern and a sort of move a little bit closer to where you were. And then as they're sort of swimming almost parallel to one another, they peel off and then circle back around and go into that figure of eight again. Uh, I'm going to discern realities. Yeah. Don't you have a thing related to, like, walking into monster dens or encountering a monster? Or was that you? Um, so, at this, like, well, okay, I'll stay on the water for the moment. Yeah. Um, but I will... See, it's mine's the important creature, location, or item. Yeah, that's I can ask the GM any one question that's about your it. Front. So, I've already asked my question about this, I guess. Good. Oh. it's Aphrodite's. Yeah. Special yeah. guardian fish. Oh, yeah, I was thinking of Hunt and Track is the thing you have. Alright. Cool. You pull yourself out of the water. Um, you're just going to sit there. I'm kind of sitting fish here. I'll jump back out. Alright, you climb out of the water. You got, uh, well, Otto notices that the Briomarts have unfurled their sails. Uh... And have uh, deployed their oars and are be- about to start rowing out of uh, off the jetty towards the. To- yeah, they're on this side of the harbour, so I'm gonna run and jump up onto the onto the ship with them. All right, maybe a uh, defy danger because you got to get there before like the ship pulls away and it's a bit of a distance. You see Otto start running, running down the jetty. Uh, he's actually not running down the jetty. He's jumping from one uh, fishing boat to the next to jump across. Uh, I'll discern realities on what I do. Eleven. Eleven, yeah. You, you're you jumping across the boats and somersaulting and doing all that cool thief Assassin's Creed stuff and then you slam onto the deck of the ship and power slide in. Um, I'll discern realities. <coughs> so, eleven. Yeah. So you get uh, to ask three, three questions. questions. I'm asking... One question is, what is about to happen here in regards to what he's doing? Uh, he, well, when you rolled, he's yeah. about to jump onto an uh, onto the Britia March ship. Um, what here is not what it appears to be. And what here is useful or valuable to me? What here is not what it appears to be? The Pearl Eye is uh, not simply a massive pearl. Uh, what here is useful or valuable to me? Um, it's hard to say. Um, I would go with one of the warships, either the Britomarts or one of the um, Ophurican Navy's ships. 
Um, is there another ship around that has people on it? Yeah. As if they're ready to sail. Not as ready as the Brideomars, but like if you were particularly good, you could get them going within like five minutes. I'll try for the Brideomars first. Alright, make me that defy danger with uh, dexterity. Nice! 12, bro. Yeah, you rock and roll. You do pretty much, you're like, oh yeah, I can jump across boats. That's heaps easy. <laughs> Expecting that you're going to fall in the water, but you actually managed to pull it off. Uh, Xanth, what are you doing? Oh. You see that your two companions have just jumped across boats and just landed on a galley. I'm going to run to the end of the uh, the dock. Yep. And I'm going to stand stand firm and I'm going to block out the sun. All right, maybe they block out the sun roll. I just want to do it. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool. Presumably it's just as volley, but like you can hit deal damage to multiple targets. Uh, when you volley, so when I volley, yep. spend extra ammo before rolling. Uh, so there's two two targets, so I'll spend one extra arrow. Yep. So this will cost you two arrows. You've already fired at least two. I've still got eleven arrows left. Yeah, indeed. So I'm down to nine now. Most of these are unrecoverable. Actually, before yes, of course. Mm -hmm. Uh, with the army that's standing behind me, are there many archers? Um, there are archers, but they're up the back, so you'd have to like run to them and get resupplied. Yeah. But you could shout like fire or something. Okay. But that'll be after you fire. Yeah, oh, of course. Okay, so my volley roll. Four, two, six. Plus your dex. Uh, it's yeah. dex for volley. I've got it right here. Oh, yeah, cool. Um, plus two. Uh, eight. Yeah, eight. Yep, so you're going to have to take one of those negatives. Yeah, uh, shit, bro. So it's, uh, you have to move to get the shot, placing you in danger. Uh, you have to take what you can get, minus D6 damage, uh, or you have taken several shots, reducing your ammo by one. So it'll be three instead of, uh, instead of two. Yeah, I'll just take several shots. Yeah, so you, you shoot the first arrow, uh, and that tells you where, uh, how, you know, you adjust for the windage, and then you fire the next two in quick succession. Do you roll your damage twice, or do you just apply the same damage roll, does it say? For, um, uh, it says... You've got so many sheets of paper. It's terrible. It's you, just, need, you need to set up, like, you need to have a setup. I need to have, like, yeah. Little, it's yeah. just, like, normal D&D with all the... I've got to get out the player's hand guide and yeah, look up these yeah. ten feats, and then I've got to get up the advanced combat. Okay, yeah, you've got so the when, when you volley, I may spend extra ammo before rolling. For each point ammo spend, I may choose an extra target. Roll once and apply damage to all targets. All right, cool. Five damage to both targets. Nice. I grab a lighter or a bottle opener if anyone has a bottle. Oh, my keys have got them. All. Like both, maybe, probably. Um, so five. That's sweet. That's uh, eleven. And that's twelve. Sweet. Uh, yeah, you fire that, those, uh, and then, uh, the archers are like, oh yeah, and they raise their bows, uh, and let loose a bunch of arrows, um, Appa and Otto, uh, see, 
a cloud of arrows go flying overhead. Fuck me. Because there's no, like, limit, really, to how many arrows you can carry. If you had a hundred arrows at your disposal, you'd be like, fuck it. I spend a hundred arrows. Fight me, GM. I take what I can get. Oh, well, you've got to fire a hundred and one. Well, so I would make him spend two extra. Yeah, I was one. thinking about it. Uh, anyway, you... Uh, and this hail of other arrows comes down. Uh, hitting the water. You notice the two uh, fish uh, sink into the sea. And then you see that slight tingling of light uh, out in the water. These... Uh, your, this ship pulls forward. You can see the mark of the Brideomarts uh, on the sails. Uh, you guys can hear... Uh, uh, you can hear uh, Zoltan uh, sh- uh, beating a drum and shouting about, uh, "Make sure you keep in time!" Uh, the their captain uh, is up on the prow of the ship, uh, staring out. There's a bunch of other soldiers. Uh, there's about six soldiers on deck uh, with uh, javelins, uh, and they're rowing out to the water. Uh, they are, they're not as uh, urgent now that the arrows have landed and the fish have sunk down, but you see that light glowing. What do you guys do? Uh, can I Can I see... Yeah, you can see the light glowing, but you're on the shore. Yeah, more do some more discern realities. Rock and roll. I don't want to say I'm rock and roll so much tonight. Um, Never really said it before in my life, but here we are. Doesn't really matter. Yeah, you're like, Phew. it's like uh, it's lights or something. Fucking, yeah. Lights are distracting. Mm. I'll, I'll try to discern. You can always try spout lore if no, you've I'll got in. I'll to spout lore after it. Yeah, cool. Actually, what I'll use instead is can I use my bardic lore on what would this light and the guardians be? Yeah, we'll get to that in a moment. Yeah. I get a nine. I have to ask one question. Sweet. Well, we know what's going to happen is that they're going to split again. Indeed. Obviously. So... If you were a barbarian, you'd have, you might have an extra question to ask there. The barbarian gets a thing that adds a question to the discern realities list. Like a question that only he can ask? Yeah, pretty much. I can't remember what it's called. How do I kill it? How about... It's something like, um... Can I use this to like conquer other civilizations or some shit? It's related to their appetites thing, I'm pretty sure. Mm. What what here is useful or valuable to me? Um You see a uh see a big um rope um you notice that it's pretty stretchy and you think that you might be able to uh craft a massive bow by attaching it to like two of the uh like um anchoring posts for ropes to like tie the ship to the dock you could tie the rope between that and then get one of the javelins and like pull it up and use it to fire javelins like a bow two-handed i would totally do that all right rock and roll Right, so yeah, you don't have to roll or anything, but you you oh, start rushing around, hooking these ropes up and grabbing javelins. It was like, what the hell are you doing? I, I'm guessing that these fish, obviously, every time they're splitting, they're getting smaller and smaller, aren't they? Nope. No, so it's the they're same. They're the size. same size. They're just splitting in two. 
So, your bardic law thing, how does that work again? I know that you just asked when I, when I encounter it, um, I ask the GM any one question about it, the GM will answer truthfully. Right. And then I'm meant to tell you how I know that. Ask me a new question. Um, how do I kill it? <laughs> what is their weakness? There's guardian fish. Give me a moment. I, I guess you're pretty glad that you uh you had know that nice fishy drink earlier today. <laughs> that <laughs> they will only answer that they are coded to only answer to the power of Aphrodite. But uh they will but in saying that they also answer to those that derive power from Aphrodite, so mm. like Eros, mm -hmm. for example. Mm -hmm. There are other weaknesses, but that is like the one you can tell. Like they're guardians of Aphrodite, but she must be able to. She must, you know, let she others. Is the one who commands them. Indeed. Yeah. It's like the family of Aphrodite. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna run back, yelling to the archers. Hey guys, I need more arrows. It's happening again, I believe. It's going to split. I need more arrows. Alright, they throw you some arrows and they get ready to fire some more as well. How many do I get? I give you another quiver, so ten. Um, <clears throat> I'll try and call Eros. Eros! Have we not lived in your honour? Do we not feast and make love? Um... Command these beasts to halt, to halt and form but one. Alright, interesting choice. I don't want to leave. <laughs> yeah, because you want to kill it. <laughs> you want to get the glory. Just give me one second. You, uh, you, uh, you feel a sort of a, a, a an itching, uh, on your chest, uh, in an old wound, uh, one which you got, uh, in a brothel, uh, in a, in a, in a fight in a brothel, uh, between, uh, the magister who ran the place, uh, what was this a fight about? Um, one of his girls wanted to come and run away with me. And he refused to relinquish her from his service. Nice, nice. The scar is itching and burning. What do you do? Um, tear it open. You're going to tear open your scar. This is an old scar. It's sealed up. We'll give it a go. We'll yeah, you're scratching at it. It's yep. just itching more. Con 
concentrate on the pain for a moment. Alright, you're concentrating on that pain. Uh, you close your eyes and like focusing on it. And when you open your eyes, uh, you see uh, it almost looks like um, the sun is about to set around here. Uh, and you can see uh, a golden ripple of light on the water. And as you turn to look to where the setting sun must be, you can see a bright golden beam of light shooting up into the heavens. Uh, and overhead, uh, in the clouds and the uh, and and almost uh, through the clouds, you can almost see stars. You think you see dotted out in the stars of the sky a picture of. A blindfolded young man. Uh, you, uh, Otto, just see... Uh, you just see Appa, like, scratching at his chest and closes his eyes. And then he, like, opens them and is, like, really, like, stupefied. And then he turns around and, like, gasps at empty sky. He's just like, oh, okay. What else? Shouldn't you drink that gold blood? <laughs> It's such a mad. It's got some sort of um, prion disease. It's all just hallucinations. What do you do? Um. What do you think this means? Well, I believe that that is Eros mm -hmm. coming down from the sky or giving me a vision of him. Mm -hmm. The sun setting. I am not 100% sure on. So, when you turned around, you didn't actually see the sun setting. It's just, when you were looking out towards the fish were, were yeah. that's what it looked like. But when you turned around, you realised that the light, and the way the sky had changed, was yeah. from that beam of golden ray shooting How up. How far away is the golden ray? It's like over the horizon, yeah. it must be. Far, far away. Um, Eros, I... Proceed you to to throw us a bone to throw us your your will and um and I will repay in kind alright you hear a um a loud uh, cl a clattering coming from uh, the back of the ship you don't hear this at all, Lotto. You hear nothing. You're, you're busy tying these ropes together. Uh, Xanth is prepping his arrows. The fish are, are clearly uh, separated now. Uh, and they've gone back to the circling. Uh, again, uh, now it's like a figure of eight um, crossing over another figure of eight. Sort of, like, um, sort of like an X shape with two eights laying over the top of one another. What do you do? Appa? Um, clankering coming from the back of the ship. Indeed. Move towards the back of the ship. Yeah, you head towards the back of the ship. Uh, you see there's a small door that leads down to a sort of a rear hold. Go down to the... You open the door and step down the half steps. Uh, and you see a massive hole in the roof of the ship uh, here. And there's a, a, a blindfolded uh, naked man uh, in, a, in a heap of uh, various um, materials, you know, old instruments and uh, 
barrels of wine and food and some bedding and some weapons. And he's just sort of heaped there, sort of like he's just fallen out of the sky. What do you do? Um, I'll get down to one knee. Yep. Like, sort of, like, bow. Yep. Um, so? Who's there? It is Apa, the notorious lover of men and women alike. Oh, oh yeah, okay. You're going to help a guy out? Go grab his hand? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he doesn't know where your hand is because he's blindfolded. Go, go, go grab it. Oh, oh, all right, all right, all right, all right. On the count of three. One, two, three. Yep, and as you realise he's barely lifting his legs. He's, like, expecting you to do all the work. You haul him out of the pile. And he's like, oh, I've got to take this stupid fucking blindfold off. He takes it off and you see um the uh, sort of a pinkish purpley eyes. Sort of glowing. <sighs> Alright. What's the matter? You never took prophecy at bard school? Thought that was pretty fucking clear, mate. Oh, man. I'm not, not 100% sure to do it. I'd just make love, man. Look, I don't like the... I don't know why... I don't know why they're here. They're not normally meant to, you know, go off on their own. But if you want to uh, stop them, you've got to go to the Isle of Love. That's what I was trying to show you. You know, you've got to sail off to the Isle of Love. A place between places. You know, realm between realms. Sort of like a... I don't know how to explain it. You know, it's there, but it's not. Yeah, man. Okay. You chill got out. it? Chill out. You good? Yeah, why, why are you here, though? What? Start trying to make out. Oh, hey, 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 hey. Buy me a drink first. <laughs> All right? Yeah, hey, well... Try and find a drink around. Okay. Yeah, yeah you go searching around, and then you <laughs> notice that you're in, a, uh, you're in a bedroom. Um, there's furs and stuff around, and you, you find a pitcher of wine, but, like, all the clutter is gone, the hole in the roof is gone, this is a completely different place to where you were standing before, uh, there's no hole in the sky, and there's no man here. Oh. I'm yeah. disappointed. Yeah. Get back up. Alright. I suppose. So, yeah, Upper walks out, of her closet, basically. Uh, you remember that you were down in that room before. Uh, that's where you woke up this morning. Uh, now Appa's walking over. Yeah. So, um... See, I don't think we can kill him, eh? Seems like they just keep making more and more. But, um... Got a little bit of insight. From a, a tale I once heard. Read it in an ancient tome. Diwolocles, the captain, turns around. And says... What do you know? This is the first time you've heard this person talk, ever. I know that we're not going to be able to kill him here. We need to search for a place of love. Over there in the distance. Huh. Do you know what I'm talking about? Well, not particularly. I'm not a student of law like yourself. I'll spout some law at him. Spout some law at him. Tell me about the Isle of Love. Eight. Nice. Um... So the Isle of Love is a place between places. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's Just totally. <laughs> it totally is. It's like, it's not really there, but it is. Like, I don't know how else to explain it to you. Yeah, who told you about the Isle of Love? <laughs> oh, it was, um, a great lover 
and um, <laughs> taker of will. Okay. Yeah. Once, once, uh, once, not too long ago, gave me a little bit of insight. Oh, interesting. Wonderful. Uh, Diwolicles is like, are you? Hmm. We can't leave these monsters here to terrorize these people, but if we can't kill them either, maybe best to seek out this Isle of Love. Maybe we can try and lead them. Maybe, but we need, if we're going to be making a journey, then we need to uh, reprovision. Uh, we were preparing to make an inland journey, not a seaward one. As this all happens, I am... Yeah, you want to fire at them fish? I'm going for another shot. Yeah, shoot at the fish. Make more fish. Blot out the sky. Yes, do it. So I'm going to volley, and it's going to cost me an extra three arrows. All right. Because they are now four. All right. So. Okay. Five, six, seven, eight. So I will... Pay an extra arrow. Nice. And then... Oh, he rolled an eight! Everyone cops eight damage. Nice. Um... And then, uh, and then the other archers, uh, fire. And you see, uh, this time... The fish don't sink into the water. They sort of reel up. And you can see they've taken on a more serpentine appearance now. A hydra. <laughs> no, 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 it's not a hydra. They're just like a more like an oarfish. Oh, okay. Uh, now they've grown, they've stretched out. They're becoming more monstrous as they divide. Uh, and you see them just like, as they flip out of the water, when they hit the, hit the uh, apex of their sort of, uh, the flicking of their head... Um, another head like continues out like it's sort of been shook out of the back and flies back and splashes into the water and now there are eight of them swimming around out there maybe someone should tell me to stop you notice black tips uh, growing out of this uh, on the spines now uh, and there's sort of a, um, a greenish uh, m- greenish uh, something permeating the water around them almost like it's being excreted um are these fish uh, are these fish getting weaker as they're separating because I'm just noticing it's getting easier and easier to it's only getting easier and easier because now there's a whole rank of archers shooting at yeah well that's true yeah like I can't think of a reason why like a thousand archers yeah you need to roll for each one wouldn't be able to deal (laughs) Enough damage. Yeah. There's really just like littering the ocean. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, so. Yeah. It's cool, I'm leading the archer squad. Yeah, so you guys see all this happen? Do you uh, want to roll? Is he. Uh, the captain's captain. like, back to shore, we need to reprovision! They start rowing backwards. You guys want to shout at Zan or just leave him? Let's leave him for a moment, like, oh. I gotta rear my arrows back up. Alright, you make it. You make another fire. Uh, you make another shot. Now there's 16. I do! <laughs> do! Cut it out! Uh, one of the. the a general. Uh, a, a soldier steps forward, uh, a woman, and you can tell uh, by her armor that she's a. a, a, a 
not like a general, but a, a commander of like multiple units. She sort of says, we've got, every time we slay one, another one rises in its place. Uh, we're, we're doubling their number with each volley. Perhaps we need to rethink this strategy, oh mighty hero. I don't care, my KD ratio's going up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty high. Um, I'll rear up another shot. Alright, mate. Yep, rock and roll. Let's see what you got. You have enough, you would have enough arrows for I'll, I'll let him make one more volley. Yeah. As they bring him another quiver. One. That's a fail. That's a fail. You shoot uh, and your arrows just miss. Like, you don't know how, but they just miss. They overshoot, they undershoot, they fly wide. It's a massive target. It's a swirling knotwork of fish. And you miss every single one. Okay. Well, after that, do I do I get? General's like, well, the commander's like, we should stop. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have a problem. This is an intervention. <laughs> now you see that the uh, that the hero's ship has started rowing back uh, to shore. Could be worse. They're not attacking us. Yeah, they're not attacking. <laughs> um, okay. You notice, uh, Zan, because uh, you two are, you know, being told to secure this ship. Uh, Zan, uh, you can spot your uh, patron uh, has arrived. Uh, uh, Balia. Balia has arrived uh, and uh, is standing uh, just behind some of the soldiers. Uh, and when they spot you, they push forward, uh, comes over, and it's like, "How goes the slaying of monsters? You've two in a two in a row, one day right after the next. What are the chances?" Yeah, I've, uh, I think I'm up to about. I've killed about twenty of them so far. Creatures seem to just keep multiplying. I just keep killing them, though. I just love this. Why are you here now, anyway? I had heard commotion. I saw that you had left the palace. I figured you were down here. I came to see how you were doing. I think that we're uh, getting ready to leave. Have you organised our requests? Yes, they are all prepared. I can I, I can send a runner. You see uh, them turn away and call someone over, and one of the soldiers. Uh, and the soldier lays down his shield uh, and his spear, uh, takes off his uh, helmet, uh, and then uh, starts uh, jogging back through the streets uh, on request of Balia. Uh, the ship's pulled in. You guys are gonna hop off? Yeah. Alright, so Zan's standing over uh, with Balia, uh, uh, just in front of uh, huge ranks of soldiers. Yo! Ah! You were, you're working with the Briomarts now, or? 
Simply taking advantage of any situation we can. Fair enough. Uh, so, what is what is your plan for taking out these creatures? Um, I request the usage of one of your fathers, or if you personally have one, ship, so that we may journey to a place where I believe we could get them under control. Uh, I think we can arrange uh, something. Um, I, uh, I I can't. I can't request one of the naval vessels, but I might be able to get you access to a, uh... The fastest, the best, probably. I might be able to get you access to, um... Hmm. There's... There's an old ship, uh... Up the coast a bit, uh that uh, was abandoned a few years ago. I think it might still be seaworthy with a little bit of elbow grease, uh, if you can get it off the shore. Uh, and it's uh, there for free. You could just take it. You reckon, boys? It's probably about uh, half a day's travel down the beach. As I'm much as I enjoy headlamp. killing these fish, it's not getting anywhere. Mm. So, if you have any suggestions, I will follow. I reckon we go grab that ship. Um, may we request the use of some of your sailors? Yes, I will. Uh, I'll send. Uh, I have a captain in mind. How? What? Bit of an oddball. Sorry. What yeah. if we? Um, I was just thinking. Like, what if we were to recruit? You could end up getting yourself some heroes as a crew. Yeah, I, I just didn't want to have to make the rolls. I just wanted to get them without having the, having the yeah. opportunity. I'm gonna. So, I mean? so I do have something for this. <laughs> so I have a captain in mind uh, who is willing to do it, uh, and uh, I have a shipwright uh, who can come with you uh, and uh, will have uh, be able to look at what you've got uh, and help you get the ship into the water. Um, I might even be able to get a few oarsmen. But I can't procure you any fighters. I'm willing to give you money to hire uh, uh, naval uh, warriors and, and and soldiers, but uh, I don't have any on retainer. They're all the palace guards, so they're not mine to command. Um, I think that we, we should be able to work something out with that. Alright, so... You are ready to... Uh, so... What were the things on that... Presumably you guys already added the things that you requested for provisions. You guys made lists of them though, right? Oh, it was basically just simple shit. Like, I wanted adventuring gear. Yeah. Um, more rations. And so more if you've arrows. Got, if you've got adventuring gear um, and bandages, those can be refreshed to full. Um, so, like, they've got uses. You just put their uses back at the maximum number. What's the maximum? Well, I had five adventuring gear, but I remember last week I negotiated for another five. Well, so we'll say you, you your adventuring gear has ten uses then. Okay. And I asked for more arrows because I didn't know I was going to be fighting a yep. shit ton of fish. Um, Dylan's now got ten bolts for his crossbow. Um, they were all custom forged for you. Um, they're, they're, uh, they're solid bronze darts, basically. Nice. Can I have back up to 20 arrows? Yes, 20 arrows is fine. Yep. Uh, how many bandages would I have received? 
Uh, last summer, I um, how many uses do bandages normally have? Three, was it? I Two? think I, I think I, I bought. Like well, I'm just thinking how many uses they have normally, and then I'll like give you extra uses basically. Well, it's just one per bandage. Oh, is it just one use per bandage? Is that what it's? Okay, well, yeah. So, um, so you've got five bandages in. Okay, should be fine. I think that's all I asked for. And some travelling wine, I believe. I yeah, you get a <laughs> you get a wine skin. I'm gonna write that in. Travelling wine. Yep, travelling wine. Uh the the uh the shipwright uh uh meets you near here. Uh to to an older gentleman. Why we're why we're still at the dock? Yeah. Okay, and we've Balea. Yeah. I'm going to try and recruit here and now. Like, I'm going to yeah, shout right out, right. like, use this... I've got this, all this commotion, all these people are gathered. Yeah, there's soldiers around. Like, it's the perfect opportunity, I feel. Alright, it's a special move, right? Alright, so you're putting out the word that you're looking to hire help. I am looking to hire help! We are to chase these monsters' lair across the sea to make them go away from where, where we're free. Ooh. Um, what good Ben here will join our cause? Right. Um, You've let it known what you're setting out to do. The pay will be generous! And I slap Barlia. Barlia's like, uh... <laughs> okay. Um, any treasure beyond that of the head of the animal, we will of share. The of the Of the beast. Yeah. We will share amongst all men that take part. But the trophy is but our three. Oh, yeah, you see a few people like, oh, yeah, seems all right. Uh, make me that roll with plus three. So the roll doesn't have, like, a stat modifier normally. So if you let it know, you get yep. plus three. So it's cool. 2d6 plus three. You actually get another plus one because you have a useful reputation around these parts. So that's plus four. So nine. Nine. On a seven to nine, you'll have to settle for someone close or turn them away. On a miss, someone influential or ill-suited, blah, 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 blah. Um, if you turn an applicant away, you take a minus one forward to recruiting. So the first person that uh, shows up, uh, and you can just keep rolling after this until you've got an, a, as many as you want. The first person that shows up uh, is a, a, a young boy uh, who's barely... Uh, you can tell that uh, they're uh, from the military. They're a skirmisher. Um, so they uh, use uh, javelins and slings. They've got barely any armor. Looking at him, you reckon he can't be more than 15. Uh, very young. Pretty pretty scrawny. Mm -hmm. um, you know. He's like, I would like to take part in your quest to protect Zodiopolis. It is my home. Sure! <laughs> Cannon fodder! <laughs> uh, and uh, we, should make a, we should make a list. Make I think rolls. I've got another numpad Notepad here. Make some rolls. Alright, so, so you can get together. Here you go. You can write down, you can give him a name. Someone the scrawny, just so that we can remember it. I'm just going to call him Boy Toy. Boy Toy. <laughs> Boy Toy! The scrawny. Uh, four. In so total? Four. 
Yeah, four and... Oh, I was doing so... You get a plus four to the roll. Yeah, so, so eight. Eight? Eight's not too bad. Uh, a, uh, a, a guy with one arm... Uh, and one eye uh, steps up to you. He's got an eye patch, but he doesn't have like a replacement arm. It looks like it's uh, above the elbow. Uh, he's holding a harpoon in one hand. He's very tanned. He's probably like he's all probably about fifty or sixty. Uh, looks like an older fisherman. He's got a leathery face. He steps up and says, "I'll go on your glorified fishing trip." Welcome aboard, old one leg. One leg. We need someone for the cruise He's got two legs! <laughs> he's one armed! Oh, no. <laughs> but it's like how you call someone with red hair bluey. Yeah. It's, it's ironic because it's. Yeah, okay. You see? Who wants oh. to make another roll? We, we, oh. do, we do need someone to sit up in the crow's nest. Yeah, he can see for days! <laughs> Nine plus whatever. Plus four, so that's ten. You get to pick a. You can have a perfect person if you want. You can describe this or I can do it. Uh, Alright, so. Um, somebody steps up to you uh, wearing a hood. Uh, and you, as a, a thief, you can see that something's going on here. And you can make out under uh, their robes, you can see a coral knife uh, strapped to their side. Uh, and they walk straight up to Otto and say, I would like to join your quest. And they have a very strange voice. It sounds sort of croaky, almost uh, frog-like. And they reach out to grab your hand, and you notice their hand is covered in scales. Mm. Uh, bluish, greenish scales. So it sounds uh, good. Welcome aboard. All right. Uh, to Murray. Murray the Merman. Yeah, good <laughs> spot. Uh, sweet. Um, so Murray, you know, has actual stats from the book. Anybody else want to make a roll? Oh, we make one more each. Alright. Yeah, yeah crew is six. Yeah, six, six fightery dudes. Ooh. Nine. Nine, yep. Uh, a, a, a chipper young uh, woman uh, strolls up and says, I'd like to join your adventure. Do you want to ask her what experience she has? What makes you suited for this, love? I have a sense of adventure and a thrill for the unknown in my heart. Oh, I've got a, I've got a spot just for you. <laughs> you know you know from your years of adventuring that that means she's never done this before uh, and probably has no suitable skills for the task. Welcome along, lassie. <laughs> lassie. All right, who wants to roll now? Corey. Three, so seven. <laughs> nice! <laughs> Hey, uh, hey, uh, I, um, uh, a chef, uh, walks up, uh, he's got a big, uh, big knife in his hand, he's like, uh, it's probably about 30 or 40, he's like, I really wanted to be an adventurer when I was younger, but, uh, I, uh, I let, uh, I let naysayers distract me and... And, and and tell me, oh, there's no there's no money in adventuring. Why don't you become a chef? And then he throws his knife down. He says, I hate cooking. It's all right. Welcome aboard. We need kitchen here. We do. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> he shouts into the sky. Like, I don't want to be a chef. I want to be a murderer. Uh, His name's you. Cookie. I laugh if Dylan Cookie. is the only one that rolls tents. <laughs> Cookie. <laughs> One. One. This could be really bad. 
that's eight. eight. Okay. Alright. Uh, someone steps up. Uh, you recognise the markings uh, on, on their armour as somebody that served with that uh, lady you met on your way to the forest. In the first run, you, you spot the horses. Uh, and they're like, I am trained in, f uh, in formation tactics and desert warfare. I would like to come on your sea voyage. <laughs> Can you swing your sword? Doesn't even have a sword. He's got a big, big fuck off spear. Oh, it's like her or him. It's a the, the it's a male. This right. is somebody that served under her. Look, look at him and like so you know, uh, so Jera. Yes. Well, any friend of hers is a friend of ours. Come on. Brilliant. Uh, the shipwright uh, is waiting nearby. He's like you've assembled an interesting crew. Uh, he's got a he's got a, a mule with him that's uh, laden with a few materials. You can see a welcome a, aboard. A sail is rolled up. Uh, he's got um, he's got a lot of rope there, uh, some hammers and stuff, it's, uh, and uh, you can see uh, a lamp uh, hanging from the back of the mule. Uh, burning um, because fuck trying to make fire from scratch that's an incredibly difficult task uh, and and a big bucket of tar that's cooled in there so he's cool. gonna need the tar and he's gonna need a way to heat it up so that it's usable and then you hear the heavy clopping of a horse and as you turn around you see a centaur you've never really seen centaurs before like you've seen them in passing but you've never like seen one up close uh, it's a, uh, the, the horse part is very, uh, it's a darkish brown colour, it's all more or less one, uh, the fur's all one uh, shade, uh, the upper, uh, the human body is very tanned, uh, he's got, uh, it's a, it's a woman actually, uh, and you see, um, they've got, uh, like a, a, a vest that's open, it's very worn and old looking, and they say, I am your captain. Uh, is what she says. Very, uh, very stable, I imagine, then. Is that a horse joke? <laughs> yeah, it is. I'll kick you I'm glad you got it. I'll kick your head clean off, mate. Oh. I'm a tough customer. Oh, okay. She yeah. says. Oh. Sort of prancing about around you. Never been with a centaur, but... And you never will be. Oh. What makes you think you're our captain? Balia hired me to be your captain. I'm the best captain in port of fishing vessels. Never sailed a warship, but I reckon I'll pick it up pretty quickly. I'm not really one to take orders, and I don't believe this uh, group that we have assembled take orders either. <laughs> well, of course you're always free to hire your own captain. I'll just be going then. Balia rushes up and says, please... Please take her as the captain of your vessel. I don't have unlimited money. <laughs> I think that uh, I think we'll get on just fine here. I accept. And I'll um, look at you. Like. <laughs> uh, her name is Scala. Captain Scala. Indeed. 
Alright, so you've got a few recruits. These guys are going to come with you to the ship. Uh, and we'll deal with the ship uh, after a quick break. Um, so I take it that, confirm with the captain, mm-hmm. um, that they'll organise the provisions and whatnot. Uh, yeah, uh, well, I have a, I have a few crew uh, all set up. They're going to get uh, some supplies, get the w- lumber we're going to need to patch the ship uh, and all that business. Um, they'll, uh, uh, ten of them are gonna stay here and get the, uh, goods ready, uh, and later in the day the other ten will meet us out at the ship once we've, uh, secured it and gotten it seaworthy, so they'll probably be out there just as night's falling, we'll sail it back down the beach, uh, and get it, uh, fixed up. Um, I look to you, I'm gonna task to you. Mm-hmm. You want to tell them on the recording, or yeah, yeah, go tell him the task. We need to stop that ship pointing to the warship that the other guys were driving. Yeah, the video marks. We need to stop that from leaving port. You know that's probably going to take them a day to provision, so they'll still be here in the evening when you get back. Cool. So that gives you the whole run. To think of how you're going to sabotage that ship. All right, we're back. We're ready to go. So, is there anything anybody wants to grab before they? Uh, leave the city. Uh, the, the shipwright's like, we're gonna need some oxen. Um, so, uh, we should go. Some sort of, like, how are we getting this vessel back into the ocean, so. Oh, I have a plan for that. Oh, okay. So one of you, uh, or possibly, uh, multiple of you, are gonna need to wade out into the sea and anchor any, uh, a big post into the water. And we're gonna run ropes from the boat through some pulleys on the post, uh, back from the back of the boat, back towards shore, hook it up to some uh, oxen, and the oxen are going to move inland, which will pull the ship out to sea. Okay, so we need all that shit then too. Well, I have uh, I have the pulleys and the post and the ropes, uh, which you don't have to pay me for uh, as long as they don't break. Uh, but the, uh, well, you don't have to pay me for the post because it's just a fucking post. Uh, <laughs> but the oxen, you may need to pay for that. Now, obviously, you can sell the oxen back. Uh, it'll probably be at a loss. Uh, I'll get some oxen. We'll right. use it, we'll get a, might as well get a car. So that is well going to, the oxen is going to cost 10 drachma. Can I borrow ten drachma? <laughs> well, you've got um, like, you've got those uh, jewels and things that you got from the the trade him uh, the baron. I'll trade him ten drachma worth of trinkets. Yep. Um, as for a cart, I'll say that's fifteen. I'll get that one. And then you can sell them back later to someone, possibly at a loss, possibly not, or you could just like slaughter the oxen and have. Have it. Um, Plan on taking a couple on the ship. Depends how big we are. Uh, not really that kind of ship. Like it's an old military ship that's running around, so it's a galley. There's not like they're not for transporting um, animals. Yeah, animals. They can't. I think they. I think a galley can normally only go like three days at sea because they don't carry. They only carry like a couple of days worth of water. Mm. Like, they pretty much only really sail near coast, but this is fantasy land, so we'll do whatever the fuck we want. Anyway, um, 
I won't make you undertake a perilous journey because it's pretty easy to get to the place. It's just walking down the coast. Um, but you've got your oxen, you've got your cart, and you wanted to commune with your god. Yes. You can take that time now as you look at the uh, surrounding environments. You leave the city and you you can see the... Uh, oh, god. The oh, god. 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 Oh, god. <laughs> You can see the planes. You can see the planes full of racial stereotypes. <laughs> oh, Arty, my God, 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 give me holiness. Wow. That's just... Corey... Corey does not represent this podcast. Um, Nor do the affiliates of this. Yeah, indeed. He is... Please put the official release. He is merely... He is merely an associate... Uh, <laughs> yeah, so you can commune, which means you can select new spells and stuff. That's... Are you going to say that every time you commune? <laughs> please, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> please don't. <laughs> so. Oh no, walks past me. What the fuck is he doing? <laughs> The fisherman's just looking at you. You're the only one in the car. Everyone else is like walking next to it. That's that's it. I'm bored. The the uh your your centaur captain has some saddlebags um, wrapped around her. Yeah. Oh, I'll offer to carry some of that burden for her. Are you saying why? <laughs> what is your angle, mate? Uh, I think you know my... You think that I can't pull my own weight because I'm a woman? Just simply asking the light and the load for you, so... So we can all, you know, carry on together, have a good talk. You help me, I help you. You see her pick up the pace as if to say, (laughs) I can carry this load effortlessly. I don't need no assistance from a man. An independent centaur fisherman. I looked at a boy toy. This one's going to be a hard one, mate. Um, okay. <laughs> he like nudges one of the other people. He's like, meh. He's just like, shut up. <laughs> Do you take a swig from your wa- your traveling wine? Yeah, I'm traveling. Yeah, um, <laughs> he's, he's the, the, the person, the person in the like uh, dark brown hood uh, walks up and says, can I, uh, can I get some of that water? Yeah, man, here you go, no worries. They, tr- uh, they drink it, they spit it out, like, this is wine! Yeah? Like, don't fucking waste it, dude. Uh, sorry, it's just it's not my not my deal. You notice that their hand is very scaly. So what is what is your deal? I, I, I don't, I, uh, you know, it's just, I'm a bit parched, it's a bit dry out, that's all. No, I mean with the scales on your hand. Ah, I don't know what you're talking about. They put their hands in their cloak and draw it around themselves. Don't worry, like, we're all, we're all friends here. Like, I don't hold a grudge. Like, if that, if you're one of those, you know, fishy type. But, um, just think that, you know, maybe we should be honest, but okay, it's alright, mate. Boy, he, he leans towards you and says, I come from a land down under. Hmm. I, I often do too. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you continue marching on. 
I looked at a boy toy after that one and go, you see that? See how I turned that around on him? It's about, uh, it's mid-afternoon now. Uh, and you can see, uh, you've, you've rounded a, a sort of a headland sort of thing. And you can see, uh, a, Dylan is mesmerised by the dog. You can see, uh, a, a shipwreck, uh, just sitting on the beach. Nothing around it. Uh, it's got no mast. Um, it's got, uh, it's very, um, most ships are normally painted bright colours. This is like blackened. You're not sure if that's like wood rot or if it was painted black or if it's something else. Continue on towards it, yeah. Might uh, make a defy dangers check as we're approaching. Okay. Just uh, check our surrounds. Don't you mean dis- do you discern mean reality? Discern reality? That's what I mean. <laughs> like, you don't normally look at your surroundings with Defy Danger. It's, it's pretty cool shit, that one. <laughs> Take it, you've got uh, five. Titanic needed to Defy Danger. <laughs> Anybody else want to make a Discern Realities? Yeah, I'll do so. Or even a Spout Law. <clears throat> I'm going to give you a Spout Law of why they painted black. You mass. Is that a six in total? You don't have an it modifier. Either. Painted black, so you can't see it at night. Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> interesting. Yeah. But none of you knew that. Hey, boy, too. Ooh, a six. Mm-hmm. Which is like, oh, that's a great strategy. And an eleven and a twelve. Oh, twelve. Nice. You, are you rolling discerning realities or spout law? Uh, realities. All right. You have three questions. What should I be on the lookout for? You should be on the lookout for those shapes moving on the ship. You can just make out the slightest bits of movement. Mm-hmm. Um, what here is not what it appears to be. That fellow in the cloak isn't a human. What happened here recently? Monsters took nest in the ship. Mm. I Can I see the front of your ranger sheet, please? Just want to check something. Can you do a plus one on that? Yep, I was just... Indeed, you get a plus one to moving forward. I'm going to... Um, <clears throat> I'm going to send Beagle out to search the ship. Cool. Um, as you guys are walking towards the... You're sort of walking along a... Um, it's not even a road. It's just like a bit of grass above the bluff of the beach. Like there's a very small... Um, not even a cliff. It's just like a bit where the ground is eroded to sand. Um, you see... Zan, you see some footprints in the sand um, that look a bit odd. You might be able to make a tracking... Uh, I will. I will hunt and track. Right. I noticed some tracks. Let's follow them. Right. Roll. A four plus wisdom. Oh, four point. plus one plus wisdom is plus one, so it's six. Alright, yeah, so you're not sure what the tracks are, but they are definitely leading towards the ship, and you can see them scattered around this beach. I will use my bardic law mm-hmm. and say, what? animal do these tracks belong to? Ooh, these tracks, you're not quite sure what they are. It's hard to work it out. I have to answer truthfully, right? Yeah. So at first, you think that it might be some kind of bird, 
um, because of the way the impression is made in the ground. But then you realize that there's too many talons for it to be a bird. And then you realize that this, these are the footprints left by a skeletal human foot. Mm. Not an animal per se. Heard that from the tale, the tale of the bony skeleton. <laughs> you could have gone with the tale of the dragon's teeth from Jason and the Argonauts, but no, the bony skeleton. That's like Aquaman level descriptions. Did I tell me about that? Did I ever tell you about the time I wore an eye patch to go undercover and infiltrate a gang of pirates? Do you know what I called that adventure? I don't know, um, Aquaman's Undercover Adventure? No! I call it the tale of the time I went undercover as a pirate and wore an eye patch! <laughs> but that name is good too! Alright. You're drawing closer, the other guys, you start to notice these shifting shapes, uh, uh around the ship, um, dark figures, they look like they might be uh, wearing cloaks, uh, the sun is uh, pretty low on the horizon, you think it's maybe like an hour or two until uh, sunset. Um, inform the rest of the crew. Boys! Woman? I think there's like two women in your crew. There's the... One that looks like a boy. There's the captain <laughs> and there's the, the, the young waif. Um, boys? Captain, Lassie, um, watch out for what's going on in this ship, eh? Arms to the, arms to the ready. You notice that several of your crew are unarmed. Can I see your crew list? So, interesting that you wrote these upside, on the pad upside down. Um, Boy Toy has a very old spear. The one-legged man has a harpoon. Murray has a knife. The lass is completely unarmed and unarmored, and the cook uh, is completely knife. unarmed and unarmored. He threw his butcher's yeah. knife down onto the jetty to be like, I will be a cook no more! Can we say, like what I said outside while having a smoke? Well, you've got those spears. The spears? Yeah, you've got spears together. you can give them to. Anyone grab a spear? Alright, they, they grab a spear. The captain also picks up a spear. Who's long face? <laughs> this is a centaur. Oh! <laughs> No, that's no, it's the horse dude. The dude who... Oh, yeah, 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 the, the horse long... soldier. He's yeah, armed. Soldier. He's got a... He's got, a, he's got <laughs> like a massive fucking... He's got a massive, like, six-foot spear. He resembles a horse. He's got horses. I'm like, who the Does fuck he... is Longface? <laughs> <laughs> like, it can't be the centaur, because the centaur is on the list beneath that. Dude, so. like, dude, you should read the nicknames out. So we've got Boy Toy. Yeah. Old One Leg. Murray. Hold one leg, who by the way, <laughs> two legs! <laughs> Murray, the um, let's call him Murray, oh he's Murray the Merman. Yeah. Lassie, Cookie, Longface, and Captain Scarlet. Longface is just, <laughs> it's just so bad. Anyway. Um, I, before, we, before we get any further, just quickly, just yeah. quickly. I'm going to take a Shining. What did an old mate have? Boy toy? He had like a she little. He had a shitty spear. Like an old rusty one. I'm going to give Boy Toy my short sword. Ooh. Yep. Do you want him to use that instead of his shitty spear? Yeah, oh, 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 mate. 
keep your spear. You never know when you're going to need a spear. Well, you chuck it on the wagon. But there you go. I'm taking a light in the air. Oh, thanks. I'll slap him on the ass. Yeah, got to know how to use it, though. Okay. He. He, uh, he he slaps the person next to him, which is which is one leg. He's like, you don't get away. He pushes him away. Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> what fucking what? What have I signed on for? All right, you guys are pretty close to the uh, ship now, uh, and just as you're approaching, the ship runs like, oh, I don't like the look of this. And he backs off. And then as he starts to back off, the oxen are making a bit of noise. Uh, and then all these uh, sort of shifting shapes, uh, the cloaks sort of stop rippling. And all these heads snap towards you and you see glowing green eyes in empty skulls. Uh, staring at you across the sands. What did, um, when I sent Beagle to investigate, mm-hmm. he would have come back. Yep. What did he see? Uh, from the air, he really it was just uh, just looked like a pretty old, dilapidated ship. Um, there's a few corpses around it, like uh, you see, there was a corpse of a shark, um, and a few uh, animals, um, horses and cattle, mostly sheep, but uh, not not uh, anything that stood out. Okay. Um, I'm gonna, uh, what was it called again? Discern realities. Discern them realities. Two, four, that's, that's not gonna be seven. Yeah, indeed. Oh, you got two twos? Yeah. Oh, okay. Ah, uh, yeah. Cool. Um, alright. So, these things are staring out at you. What are you gonna do? Oi! Leave that ship! This is our ship now. Get the fuck off it. Now. Talking to you, Green Eyes. As he yells, I draw my bow. Alright. You hear some, like, uh, chattering. um, Like, uh, teeth slamming against one another. Uh, And the eyes sort of look around, differ from you. And then you see uh, one uh, skeleton stand up from the deck. Uh, and take a step forward uh, off the ship. Um, they pull away their cloak. And they've got. Uh, they've got. Uh, they're covered. They're wearing armor. It's very uh, heavy armor. They've got uh, a solid bronze, uh, but it's gone gr- uh, green from exposure to the sea. Uh, chest plate. They've got some kind of. Uh, Braces, which uh, some sort of armor on the arms, which is not something you would be used to seeing. Um, they've got big, heavy armored boots um, and uh, bits of cloth around their uh, waist, uh, and they have a helmet made of coral. Uh, he's got a uh, axe uh, at his side. Uh, and in his hand, he's got a uh, a, a big. Uh, you recognise that as a, a, a sort of an entrenching tool that soldiers have. So it's like a it's got a, a pick on the back, and then like a, a hoe part on the front. That's for making uh, preparations at camps and stuff. 
making fortifications. A matic. Yes, a matic. Uh, and that's he's using that sort of like a cane. He's stepping towards you. He's like chittering and chattering with his teeth. They're like, <coughs> oh, "Sorry, I haven't talked in a while." <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, your ship? How is it your ship? It's our ship. I, I died on this ship, mate. You can... You can't be having a laugh. Oh, uh, think a laugh. <laughs> yeah, no. So, um... What's going on here? You guys aren't sailing it, though. Is it just chilling? Chilling oh, on the beach, the, the other guys, they're not much really for company. I mean, don't tell I think they're a bit simple. Not much, uh, not much up top. Yeah, anymore, not right? much between the years. But uh, you, you seem to be all right. Yeah, you know, I can barely remember my life before. He sort of gestures to his bony self. Just don't know how to sail. Uh, yeah, you know, it's just that ship. Don't know, can't get it out of out in the sea. Can't really coordinate my this crew. I don't know if they're my crew. They might have been my crew. You know. I just woke up at the bottom of the ocean and just was compelled to come here and I just felt at home. It felt like this was my ship. How about um how about we get that back that ship back in order? Get out back to sea. Let's have one last voyage. Alright, make me a parlay, I guess. What have we got over him? You've got over him the chance at a at, at one last voyage. Yeah, chance of one last oh, voyage. Yeah. It's a, it's a basic move. It's charisma, isn't it? That's it. Uh, it is. Like Roll plus charisma. Twelve, bro. Twelve, nice! It's like... Alright, but... I don't think that you're going to be able to get uh, this other lot to help you. Turns around, looking at the crew. Nice work getting rid of their, like, strongest fighter, by the way. <laughs> yeah, what's your, what's your plan? How are you going to get rid of all these uh, undead... What's your, uh, what do you feel your weakest point is? I think I might try and exploit that on them. Well, I'm pretty durable. Got uh, got attacked by uh, points uh, to a, the carcass of a, a bull. Like horn went right through the uh, through my breastplate and points at a hole. And, like did nothing to me. Hmm. Guess we just gotta smash them to bits. Yeah. How many so. of them are there? Oh, I reckon there's a crew of a belt. Oh. oh, there's at least <coughs> ten. At least ten. Hmm. Maybe thirteen. Do you think we could take them? What with? There's I'm always up for a fight. But it's not like we can just go up and stab him, which is my specialty. I've got a nice big battle axe, so I could do a bit of crushing. Mm-hmm. The only thing is that they're wearing like a lot of armor. Most of our guys aren't going to be any use either. All those spears. <laughs> you hear, boy toy. Make a sigh of relief. <laughs> okay, you're the one with the slashing implement here, mate. You might be alright. Uh, Boy, you don't like make a man out of him yet. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> um, 
weapon of mine using these days. Pretty sure you've got that axe as well. Yeah, I have the axe with the peak on the end. Oh, that's Yep, and also my trusty dagger. Mm-hmm. That arm. Well, what do you reckon? Can't drown him. Can't stab him. We have some kind of bludgeon, like just knock their heads off. Mm. Their heads are firmly attached to the bones. Spinal. Oh, nothing's really firmly attached. Uh, he holds up his uh, hand. You can see that there's like tiny bits of like flesh still clinging to the bones. Maybe well, the spears are strong enough to use as uh, like use the like a like a bow staff. Yeah. Maybe you could totally do that. Mm. Yeah, it's uh it's just going for a, pretty much just going for a hack and slash. And mm. uh, well, oh, no. I'll look at oh, one of the creatures on the ship. How far off are we? Maybe 50 metres at most. I'll look out and I'll um, just shout as loud as I can in their direction. Yep. So I don't want to do it. I don't want to wake any kids up. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> one, of, one of them sort of like Makes a it realizes he doesn't have an ear. He's trying to listen as he holds his hand <laughs> no. up to his ear. The others are just sort of staring at you, and they start chittering, and then chittering is getting really loud. I will do this with a great force mm. to try and disrupt their the way they are. Yeah, bigger. okay. You're gonna make a sound attack. I am, mate. Make me that sonic Sonic's. blast. Um. So it is a nine. Nice. Which, so, still damage your target, but it's out of your control. The DM will choose an additional target nearby. Oh, okay. Uh, Alright, roll your damage. Um, Because you won't know until you've done damage. Three. Uh, the guy, uh, the, the other guy next to you is like, Oh, bloody hell, that's loud! He clutches at his non-existent ears. He's like, Oh, it's really shook me to my bones. <laughs> this is going to be bone jokes, this whole combat. <laughs> uh, so it's on, it seems like it's no, oh, normally only against one. Um, so Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah, but, you know, one of the other, the, the one that was listening before is like, uh, clutching at his head. Uh, you notice he's sort of like quivering and shaking. You like set up resonance in him. Um, does it have any other effects or does it just... It becomes deafened. Okay. <laughs> uh, Brilliant. For the near... For the next few minutes. Sweet. <laughs> it's like... Oh, bloody hell. Alright, I'm going to see how um, effective my arrows are from this distance. So I'm going to call a shot and I'm going to shoot one of those bastards in the head. Alright. Five... Three, eight, plus dexterity, is it? Yeah, it's plus dex. Uh, plus two, so ten. Yep, so... Uh, do my damage. Yep. So it's at the damage. head, did you say? Six damage to his face. Yep, so you shoot your arrow, uh, and it hits it in the head, uh, and the arrow um, actually goes through uh, its eye socket, 
and comes out the back of its head uh, and hits the deck behind it uh, and it's sort of like clutching its head uh, all confused but it doesn't appear injured. Throw out my axe. I think I will... I'm going to draw both my short sword and my soldier's axe. Alright. I've got a short sword. Yeah. But how many spears do we have? Oh, this one. many? Like that many. I'll just <laughs> have a spear instead. And, uh, yep, cool. Can I duel with? Pretty sure that there aren't like rules for dual wielding. Well, I have slash. got like, for example, um, when I level up, I can choose an advanced move, which is the Viper Strike, which. When you strike an enemy with two weapons at once, add an extra 1d4 damage. I haven't got that yet. I've just got two. Yeah. So, wielding two isn't going to really... Oh, it's more the look! Yeah, yeah indeed. It's <laughs> like, it's not going to really change much. Alright, we'll have to uh, rally everyone and we're just going to rush them, I reckon. That's the only way we can really... Alright, cool. Oi, oi! I think that maybe we should take care of this and leave the um, the guys back for a moment to show them how it's done. Bit Not you, boy toy. You're coming with us. <laughs> He's crying. <laughs> and he, um, so we're not, you know, surrounded. Is there any plans how we can, like, ball them up and just take them all so it well except uh, it's pretty open space um and there's like th there's only 13 of them so like and they're going to be coming from in front of you so you'd be able to see if they were going to surround you and you could just pull back okay. skulls are lying boys alright alright boy, boy toy doesn't want to step up grab him by his fucking arm and pull him in a rank <laughs> <laughs> uh the skeleton goes like what <laughs> I don't understand. I'm just going to walk forward and attack him. Alright. He just starts walking forward. He, uh, he's got that big pickaxe. Um. Yeah. Well, we'll just start rolling and just... Well, oh. What weapons do these, these other guys have? So you see some of them have, um... Knives. One of them has a broken... Or, uh, most of them don't have any weapons. Okay. Um. Yeah. Well, we should start attacking the ones that have weapons. I'm just running forward. You're just, you're just yeah. doing whatever. I'm going to make another loud scream as I'm running forward. Cool. So you make your loud scream, maybe that roll. Hurrah! Oh, nice. Um, 11. Yep, sweet. Cool, so... Just um, same fella this time. Like yep. resonate. I'm gonna fucking resonate you. <laughs> you you notice one of his arms shakes off and his bottom jaw falls off. Ten ten. Uh, and then uh, his ribs crack and explode outwards. Uh, and then he just falls to the ground. Uh, he's, he just uh, falls to pieces. Falls to bones. Yeah, he falls to bones. <laughs> like there's a bone pun here somewhere. Cool, who wants to go next? Alright, I'm gonna take a swing at one of them. Yep, so you run up and swing at one? Uh, hack it trash. With my axe as my primary weapon because I get one. Yep. 
Ooh. This isn't looking good. Yeah, but you could roll the six or go with the die. Ha! I'm a god. <laughs> so that would be at least Plus seven. one, so that's it. Yeah, so it's just a seven. Um, what's your strength? Well, I'm also commanding my bird to attack as well. So add the ferocity to the damage, which is not... Yeah, a, to the damage. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a... It's a... It's a... It's... And it's between seven and nine. You're attack. You're to hit. Yes. Yeah. It's not. It's nine. not a ten. Yeah. Cool. Um. So with hack and slash, it means that I get to attack you as well. But roll yeah. your damage. Two. So four. Four damage. Nice. Um. Yep. So uh, you swing your axe through it and you break off some of its uh ribs. Uh, and then it uh. Uh, you see, uh, it, um, it's, uh, it's snapped off its hand, uh, and you can see, uh, the two, uh, bones in its forearm are, like, sharp and pointed, uh, and it lunges its hand and its broken arm bones into you. Uh, oh, and deals two damage, so what's your armor? One armor. So yeah, so you only take one point of damage as it's, uh, it, as you sort of pull back a bit and it's, uh sharp pointed wrist uh, scrapes your face right Otto swing in with a spear at yep. uh actually you might as well focus our uh, attack on the same one this one seems to be pretty easy to kill oh yeah just okay we're, we're just taking our own yeah ones from I guess yeah. and a five so that's six it's gonna be eight nice sweet Five damage. Five, nice. Uh, so you uh, swing the butt of this spear into one and smack it on the side of the head and its jaw goes flying off. Uh, and then uh, it... Uh, oof, and it swings uh, its uh, fist at you and punches, uh, punches you in the uh, stomach. Goes for a gut punch. Uh, what's your armor? Two. Oh, nice! You you just like fuck it. <laughs> you hit your hit your arm, and you're like, ha! Gonna try better than that, buddy. <laughs> yep, sweet. Um, charging. I'll grab one of either of these ones, whichever's closest. Yep. Um, I'll probably help out Zenith a bit more. I like him better. Cool. <laughs> oh. oh. Um, the axe and fucking hack my axe into it. All right, now get that roll. Oh, nine. Nice. You don't have a strength modifier? Nah. Sweet. I'm, I'm all... Roll your all damage. Gut and charisma. Roll your, roll your damage. Ooh. Uh, two P's and D's. <laughs> two P's and D's. <laughs> so, two? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you uh, swing your axe down through this one, breaking a bunch of its ribs as you go down through the rib cage. Didn't I already do that? You, you took, took off ribs off the bottom because you swung across, he swung down. Oh. So he just broke a bunch of ribs on one side. Uh, and just as you do that, it uh, lunges its hand up uh, and cuts a part of your uh, throat and deals five damage. What's your armour? Uh, two. Yeah, I'm going to say that's halved because like, you don't have an armoured mech. Yeah, true. So... Four damage. Four. Yes. Oh, a um, squirt of blood comes out of your neck. 
All right. Now, okay. boy toy. I'll let you roll him. Yeah, um, I'm, figure, I'm, figure out whatever he does. He he uh he he uh swings with one of his swords uh, and is sort of just like quickly hacking and slashing in front of him, and the skeleton completely misses the skeleton, uh, and then uh, it um ooh yeah it doesn't do too bad. Uh, it uh, knifes him in the leg, uh, and, it, and he's like. It's not, you can tell that it wasn't a bad wound, but he like falls to the ground and he's crawling away like, No! I'm gonna die! <laughs> uh, the other, uh, the, the other skeleton that is on your side, however. Oh, fuck me. Give him a d10 and what does he roll? A three. Swins a mattock uh, through the one that uh, Otto was fighting. Um, how much damage did you do? Was it? Five. Yeah. No, wait, is that? He did a lot, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think I did. Anyway, he, s- he swings the mattock through it, uh, and uh, breaks its spine, uh, and its legs fall over, and then it's on the ground, and it's sort of crawling towards you. Um, and then a bunch of other ones are going to attack you guys. So, the one that uh, just shoved his bony arm through your neck pulls back and is going to go for your gut uh, again with his sharp hand. One! So you're fine. Um, uh, the one with the oar is sprinting towards uh, Otto. Actually, no, is sprinting towards Xanth and jumps up into the air and brings his oar in towards it. Uh, what are you going to do? Uh, you can try and defy danger. Joy, just pick a just pick a spot. I need to keep moving around. I'm going to defend. So defend, I'm pretty sure, is protect someone else. Is it? No. When you stand in defense of a oh, person. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, indeed. Um, I have to go for that uh, defy danger roll, I So think. how are you going to try and protect yourself? Not the same realities. What's about to happen? <laughs> <laughs> You're about to get hit in the face with a ball. <laughs> It was Locked at this board. moment that's new. He fucked up. Remember you did your discern realities? Indeed, he'll yeah. get a plus one. Mm. That's yeah. only for me, isn't it? Mm. Indeed. Mm. And that's for the to hit. Or however you were acting upon the information you found. So for example, you could use strength um, to like try and um, push the attacker away. You could use uh, constitution to just brace yourself against the attack. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that and I'll, um, yeah, I'll brace myself. Yep, so you sort of put your arms over your uh, face as this ore is about to smack you. Five. Six. And that's with strength, so what's your strength modifier? Seven. So seven. Seven in total, nice. So... Um, you're raising your hands. Uh, 
Yeah. You raise your hands and the oar strikes it and the oar snaps in half. Uh, and But your hands are in front of your face. And as you pull your hands away, you see another monster is on top of you. And you take two damage um, that negates oh, armor. Right. Actually, no, it won't negate armor. You take So you one take damage. one. So they've all been attacking us? Uh, yes. So, what are you guys going to do? I'm going um, to scream out. We come to take a ship and found a bloodless death pit. Turned a lost soul to help us take this waterbound bowl. And in that... I'll heal you 1d4 points of damage. Make no, 1d8, and you also will take a 1d4 damage forward. So you get to add 1d4 damage. to your damage, and you want to roll that d8? Do you I'll have a d8? Well, you roll I'll it. roll it. You get three. So I'm fully healed. Sweet. And you'll get to roll 1d4 now when you do damage. That's what you do, Otto. I'm attacking the... One yeah, one of the ones in front of you. Yeah. Um, there is that one that's crawling on the ground towards you. I don't perceive that to be much of a threat. That's fine. <laughs> it's just going to swipe at my heels or something. Two. And a three, so it's five. And then the strength is seven. So it's just going to be a toe to toe. Sweet. Six. Six, that's pretty good. So you, uh, you've got a, you've got the spear, don't you? Uh, you smack one a few times uh, in the side with a spear, um, uh, as it turns and throws its knife at you, because it's just a little bit further away than it would like to be. Two damage, so it just clinks against your armor. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm running. I've got, I've got a shield, so I'm just. Oh, I didn't realise you had a shield. That's where oh, my extra armour comes from. Ah. I completely forgot about it. Sorry. Oh, Shields? No, my magic weapon. Indeed, you didn't cast it again this time. Before. I can cast that card. Yeah, but that'll be, my turn that'll be your turn. Um, although, Zan, it is your turn. Uh, it is your turn. Yeah. So, what do you want to do? So, I, I still take one plus forward to my attack... Even if I pass my attack this turn to yeah, if you yeah, yeah it's, it's you constant. Roll. Yeah, it's like all right. Well, no, I'll just I'll, I'll just oh, only the one next time. One yeah. next time he rolls damage. Yeah, it's okay, a one cool. extra d four. Okay. That's my understanding of it. Well, um, so I I've got one on my strong. back, don't I? Mm. Uh, he's in front of you. He actually ran up while you had your face covered. Okay. Didn't you say another because of the word? That yet? was so that so you put your hands up. It snapped. The oar snapped over you, oh, and then the and then just as you were bringing your hands down, you saw there was another zombie, uh, another skeleton. Sorry, in front of you, okay. uh, and he grabbed onto you and bit at you. Ah, uh, righto. Okay. Well, um, yeah. With my axe, I'm gonna go again. Yeah, sweet. Three, three, six, or nine plus one strength is ten. Sweet. So you can just do damage to him. And you get to roll an extra d4. So six damage. It's one. Plus eight. one, seven. Seven's not too bad. And also, companion's going to hit two. Yeah, so the eagle another two for comes down uh, and rips the thing's head off as you bring the axe uh, down. And your axe, the blade of your axe doesn't even hit. Uh, you bring your axe around and you grab uh, the head of it and you just ram it straight through the thing's uh 
with the bar of the axe, you pull it through and it just rips the spine in half and the thing crumples to the ground in a pile of bones. You hug it to death. <laughs> That's like three down, I think, so far. Well, two and a half, because you got that one still probably. Indeed. Uh, NPCs. Indeed. Uh, so the guy with the mattock, uh, the, the skeleton with the mattock steps forward uh, and uh, you, he see him swing his mattock through a bunch of them. Where's my D10 gone? Oh, yes. Uh, and he deals... Uh, he takes... Uh, it deals a bunch of damage to uh, four of them. I see bits of ribcage and arm come flying off, but they're still standing. Uh, the kid uh, throws his sword uh, into the crowd, uh, and it uh, Im- goes through one and gets like wedged in its ribcage. It's just sort of looking, and then it stares at the kid, and you see it like fall to the ground and like run at it like a hyena. It runs at the kid, uh, and he's screaming. And, fuck me, uh, the thing just sort of lands on him and it's like clawing at him with its bony hands and the kid's like got superficial scratches on him. You don't deal with fucking one damage. <laughs> First two, then one. This kid is incredibly lucky. It's like made of diamonds. Alright, so, then the creatures are going to attack you. So, uh... One of the ones, uh, near, the one that uh, knifed the kid walks up and grabs the sharp end of the sword and yanks it through its, through its companion, pulling a couple of ribs loose, uh, and then swings it around and is going to strike at Upper with the hilt. Uh, so it's going to be like a club. Mm. What are you going to do? Um, I will try and ram my buckler into it. As it comes flying. So strength. Yeah. Yep. Ten. Ten, nice, yeah. Uh, so you push it back uh, and it drops the sword. Uh, doesn't roll its damage. Cool. Um, oh wow, it's almost 10.30. Well, so, uh, another one. Um, one of the other ones picks up the uh, one that's crawling on the ground uh, and throws it at Otto. Otto, what are you going to do? I'm going to defy danger and try and jump out of the way before it All hits Alright, defy danger with Dex. Where's my D8? Uh, yeah. Ten. Ten, sweet. Sorry, you got a ten. I don't even need to roll. Yeah, uh, you, d- you dodge out of the way and the skeleton hits... Uh, Hits the ground and breaks into pieces. Uh, and then two of them uh, go charging and leap at Xanth. What are you going to do, Xanth? Um, so two are leaping at you. Two are leaping at me. Indeed. Uh, I'm going to swing my battle axe, hoping to, in sort of like a whirlwind motion, Yep. hoping to take out a few ribs, maybe... Yeah, indeed. So I'll let that be Defy Danger with Strength, although you know it's probably likely to just deflect them rather than actually injure them. Okay. Because you can't 
hurt someone with defy danger. Okay. Um, well, in well, you can't make a hack and slash to no. defend yourself either. So. It'll still like push him away. It's still a reasonable way to defy danger. I'm just trying to think. I'll just get out of the way really fast because my. Alright, yeah, that's fine. So you're going to step out of the way. Two. Seven, eight, nine. Nice. Um, so you step. You realise that if you step out of the way, uh, you are going to be. Hmm. You can step out of the way, but then you will be uh, near the one that has the broken oar. That is now, rather than like a two-handed bar of oak, is now like a baton of oak. Uh, and he will be able to strike at you. So basically, it's, it says, offer a, uh, a hard but uh, an ugly choice. Yeah, I'll take that. All right. That so better than the sword. Well, you're not getting hit by two things then. Uh, and he's going to swing at you for two damage. So you'll take one. All right, what are you guys going to do? Um, I'll give myself, I'll give you another little shanty. All right. What do you got? Shaking in their bones. Soon we'll, soon we will be baking in their throne. Their throne or their throne? Their throne. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Um, and I'll direct that at you. So, Otto? Actually, no, I'm going to re recant that. I'll look to the boy on the ground <laughs> and <laughs> fucking shout it at him. Okay. Um, giving him 1d8 of healing and 1d4 future damage. Okay. He's bare-handed now. Yeah, but he's in melee combat. He ain't really got a choice of much now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, indeed. You can pluck a rib out and use it. Yeah, use it like a shank. Oh, wow. He got one point of healing. But, you know, he gets that D4. What was it? A D8? No, D8 healing. Yeah, and, and D4, D4 going. Damage All right. So he's going to use that straight away. Um, as he uh, is like, uh, uh, and then he just headbutts it. Wow, that's a terrible roll. Got a three on the D four, which is pretty good, but he got a one on the D six. He went headbutts is like, oh Jesus Christ, that hurts so much. <laughs> He's got a big bruise. Scout is just like, yeah. all right. What are you boys gonna do, Otto? Just keep swinging. All right, swinging. Just keep swinging. Just keep swinging. Swinging, swinging. And uh, three, seven, eight, nine. Um, yep, nine. Sweet. And then. So you are going to swing your axe through one of the ones that's uh, damaged by the other skeleton dude. Four. Four. Uh, and it's uh, and one of them's going to. Uh, it pulls uh, an arm off of its companion and throws it at you. <laughs> so it's just like fuck it. Uh, for three damage. Oh, I'll take one. Uh, just as your axe uh, cuts through its uh, spine um, as it's reaching for this uh, arm and throws it at you. And so it crumbles to the ground shortly after the hand smacks you in the face. <laughs> it's a flying slap. Sam. <laughs> so now I've got three surrounding me, don't I? Yes, you do. 
So I will do that what I was going to do before. I'm going to swing my axe in such a way that I try to take out three. Like Okay. You'd just divide the damage, wouldn't you? Well, so what I'm going to do is I will... If you kill the first one, then you'll get to roll for the second one. If you kill the second one, you'll get to roll for the third one. Okay. Because you can't, you're not norm. You can't normally attack more than one, but yeah, that's fine. They're skeletons. They're weak. And also, my arrow did nothing. Indeed. Three, four, five, six. <laughs> your axe, uh, you, you get ready and you swing around and your axe, uh, you realise you're swinging too low uh, and it just passes under their rib cages, uh, and then they all step forward and attack you. I'm going to, before, should I say this before they're going to do damage? Are you going to try and defend? I will help defend. Alright, so how are you going to, tr- so make me a roll. Is 2d6 plus constitution. Five. Five and a three, eight, and nine. Nine, okay, so on a seven to nine Hold one. Hold one. What does hold mean? Uh seeing you defend is attacked, you may spend Oh okay, so you can actually do that in preparation. The thing is attacked, you may spend one hold for one to choose an option. So you've got Yeah, okay. So I can. So when when this happens, I choose one of these. Yeah. Yes, because you. So if you'd gotten a ten, you'd get three hold, and you'd be able to do a bunch. So you get one hold, uh, and it attacks for three damage against Zan. Okay. Are you going to spend a hold? Or are you going to wait? Should another two rolls to the chance of it being worse. Three is nothing. I'll redirect that to. Ah. Oh. Yourself? Well, you got another two rolls, so it's going to be a worse off. Well, what's. I mean, I'm. I'm I, the, well, it's either I can ta- take two damage, like, I'm absorbing two damage essentially, and I'm just taking the rest off you. Oh, I see he's thinking, wait till the. whatever the, the biggest one is, and just take that hit. And redirect that to the bind. She can only do one because he's only got one hold. So should I do that? Should I wait for you to roll? It's up to you. Alright, well, I'll do that. Alright, so you take three damage, uh, but you've got an armour of... You've got an armour of one, so it's only two damage. (laughs) Good thing you kept that. Uh, The next one uh, just slams its fist. You can tell that it's winding up for a big, powerful punch. It's going to deal six damage to him unless you interfere. How much health do you have left? Uh, I've only taken three damage. Aether healed me. Because I can halve that. Shouldn't ask him that question though. What do you mean? That'd be like a discern reality. Yeah, because you don't know how injured he is. Uh, it's well, I can point. Point. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. But I'll halve the damage. So three more damage. So two damage. Yep. Sweet. Alright, let's roll the last one. And you take another two damage, so that's only one. Because of your armor. Sweet. Alright. Um, that was Ant's turn. The uh, Matic guy uh, swings through two of the ones that are attacking Zan. <laughs> barely, barely injures them. 
deals one damage to uh, two of those ones. Uh, and then the kid already did his, so then you guys are going to be attacked for a bunch of damage. That's that's so weird, like how you know you attack and then you get punished by them, like rec like coming back at you. Yeah, but we can't come back at them when they attack us on their turn. Well, you can so do, two but you get to do the defy danger. And yeah, indeed, you get to do the defy danger when they attack. Yeah. You, but in, you can't in their deal turn. damage in. Well, you can area. deal damage in response if you use the defend. That's one of the things for yeah. hold. You can open them up to an attack. Yeah, okay. But you can only defend others, so you. Well, yeah, indeed. Mm. I don't know. That, like, it's not like you can ready yourself in a counter strike stance or anything like that because. Yeah, indeed. But your def the, the other thing is, like, your Defy Danger can completely negate... The damage. Um, ...damage, whereas they don't have anything to negate being dealt damage mm. to them. They have to That's take all the damage. That's rolls, really. Indeed. Yeah. Alright, so... Um, another one uh, is just going to uh, run at Aper. One damage, uh, unless you get out of the way. I'll let him come at me. Yeah. He slams into your body and just shatters. Just falls to bones. Um, another one uh, is uh, picks up one of the knives that is on the ground and uh, jumps into the air uh, and is going to come down on Otto. What are you going to do? I'll step quickly out of the way. Alright, make me that uh, Defy Danger roll. Six. Four, ten. Nice, you sidestep and his knives just uh, uh, slam into the sand. Uh, and Zam, uh, one of them uh, is charging at you. Okay, I'm going to defy danger and step out of the way. Yeah. Five, Five seven. Yep. Okay. Eight, nine. Eight, nine. God damn, you keep getting the ones where I'm like, I've got to think of a, like, a bad choice to come up with, to follow it. Um, so you've been uh, sidestepping out of the way, and you realise that if you take one more sidestep, you're going to be standing in the ocean. Mm. Which is going to make it harder to manoeuvre. Alright, you step into the water and the thing goes uh, diving into the sand. Uh, now you're, you know, sand the water is up to your knees. You've taken a big lunge. Alright, what are you guys going to do? There's about four, uh, four or five of them still up. Um, I'll Joy, do a hollering shout at one of them, just screaming. Yep. Eleven. Plus nice. Con. So thirteen. 
Yep, you shout at one of them and it just... It's just... It like points of damage. It tries to brace itself against your uh, shout and its uh, arms peel away and then its jaw flies off and then its skull blows off and it just crumbles away, being blown back and the bones clatter against the ship hull. Ape is more effective than this fight. Than us. <laughs> it's just like sound, Every demon. Every other fight we've been in, you've been pathetic. Like you've gotten absolutely snapped. I'd like, I'd like to add up all the D4s. You just do extra. Yeah. yeah. He feels true, sh- that should count. Yeah. Um, I once had a character and he tallied every bit of extra damage as a bard that everyone did for him. <laughs> So like, and if if he gave you the extra plus one to confirm the actual hit, he counted all your damage because you weren't getting that hit off without him. Wow. Yeah, and he he did more damage like twice fold than any other character. Aper, uh, not Aper, the the boy toy grabs that sword in the sand and runs forward screaming and uh, and just starts hacking into one of them. Uh, Don't make a man out of him. The sword is just like chipping off tiny bits of bone. He only deals one damage. One of the creatures is like, I go to finish off what Boy Toy's trying to. Yep. Rock and roll. Three. Four, seven, eight, nine. Alright. So, you are. Yep. You bat the thing's head off just as it's about to punch you. Just the skull goes flying off into the sea. It's out of here. Alright, uh, Zan. Uh, so I will lunge forward, stepping yeah. out of the water. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, to hit the skeleton that is yep. in front of me. Six. Five, that's eleven. Yep, see? Yeah, you, you don't have to worry about it. He's on the ground. He's eating sand. Four damage, plus two. How me. are you going to attack him? He is on the ground, so you could just curb stomp him if you want. Yeah. yeah. You're just stomping on that those bones, grinding it into the sand. Uh, and then the pick uh, one, uh, the, guy, the, the good skeleton, draws uh, his sword... Was it a sword? It no, was. It was no. He had a pickaxe and another thing at his side. Pretty sure it was. No, a sword. that was his digger thing. Yeah, that's what I mean. He had that and something else. Did he have an axe? And mm. okay, well, he draws his axe and his um, mattock, uh, and he just starts swinging through the crowd in like a whirlwind. Um, pickaxe gets caught in one of the skeletons, and the sword gets caught in another. Uh, but he manages to deal a bunch of damage and pull one of them apart. There's one left. Uh, and it's just sort of looking around at you. Uh, he's very worried. Uh, and you see it start to like make a, scr- uh, a, a screaming howling noise. Uh, and its eyes are glowing bright green. You see its whole skeleton is glowing bright green and it's stretching out to the other bones. What are you guys going to do? Discern realities. Alright. Very quickly. I think he's turning super soon. Six. And a four. That's going to be a ten. Nice. You can ask three questions. What is about to happen? He's about to gather up all the bones of his fallen comrade and and become Mega Skeletor. Unless you can stop him. Skeletal Broly. (laughs) Um... 
what here is useful or valuable to me. That ship yes. could <laughs> be easily refurbished despite uh, what appears to be uh, superficial uh, wear and tear. That's good. Um, what should I be on the lookout for? You should be on the lookout for all those bones that are about to come flying from all directions uh, towards that skeleton. Do you want to relay any of this information to your companions? Um, yeah, I think he's going to turn into a super skeleton. What are you going to do? I'm going to screech at him. Alright, you gonna you got a song for this? or? No, this is more my vibrant voice. Yeah, alright, cool. Shake you, you shout at the thing. I'm just like, no! Yep. Ooh. Ten, though. No, it's still a ten? Nice. Uh, eight and two is ten. Alright, roll me that damage. Four. Ooh. Uh, yep. Uh, you see, uh, it sort of stumble backwards from you. Now, boy toy! Uh, 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 okay! <laughs> he runs at it. Oh, wow. Uh, he swings his sword into it, uh, and cuts down through uh, some of the ribs on the right side. Uh, cutting across the spine through a bunch of the ribs on the left side and then it like embeds into the thing's pelvis uh, and the top of it falls away and it stops glowing green uh, and yeah you just killed this weird ass skeleton horde good old boy toy yeah <laughs> he, he, he killed for us. good cool. man boy toy <laughs> <laughs> alright so all these skeletons and then the the guy, the uh, other skeleton's like, oh, jeez, that really, really took it out of me. Oh, I just need, just need five minutes. Catch your breath, mate. Yeah, he sits down. Now, after a while of sitting there, uh, he stops moving. Uh, and he sort of is resting against the side of the ship. He stops moving. Uh, he's just sort of sitting there and looks, uh, looks, uh, if you if you didn't know he was already dead, you'd say he looked dead. What do you do? Um, well, while he takes his rest for a yep. moment, I'll make sure Boy Toy's right. Good fucking work, mate. That, that's <sighs> I just just uh, just felt the spirit of my ancestors take over. You know, I just uh, did my best. Went into my berserk fury. Put my lie on and give him one d eight worth of healing. Nice. Um. And we'll go, what the fuck's going on with this fellow? Has it moved in a while, like? Walk over? Have yeah. a look? Yo, bony. You touch him? Yeah. Yeah, you touch his shoulder and you notice the bones fall apart. Seems like he's curse or eternal hmm. uh, un undeadedness has been lifted. You should spout Remember these fuckers are the ones who killed him, eh? Dylan, you should spout lore on that. Should I? You can totally spout lore on that. Alrighty. Oh, what do we got there? It's a three. Hint. Okay, three. Five. I know nothing. Alright, does anybody else want to try to descend the island? Spout lore, you mean? Yeah, spout lore, sorry. So I'll do that with a twelve. Um, 
So that's up to you, so. 12, the GM will let you know something interesting and useful about the subject relevant to your situation. You are confident that that was, uh, that he was cursed. Perhaps they were all cursed by Ares, um, for cowardice. Sounds like the coward's curse to you. Uh, you wander the, wander the world for all time, uh... And, can, and will only be released from your eternal suffering should you uh, die in a, a noble death uh, in battle. Um, reserved normally for the worst uh, of, of deserters. You know, the kind of people that could have turned to battle if they'd only stayed. Mm. You know, not, not the normal coward where, mm. well, you would have died anyway, so you should have stayed and died on the battlefield rather than ran away and stayed alive. This is like, I needed that cavalry. Why didn't you flank? Well, because I didn't want to die. It's like, God damn it. Cool. I'll relay that information. Cool. Yeah. You help that guy with his unfinished business. Usually, I do take what he says and I give it back to you differently, but I'll just give that way it's the same. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, the shipwright's like, oh, this ship looks like it's going to be a lot of work uh, to get running again. Otto, you, you feel pretty confident that it's not. Yeah, I, I think it'll be uh, pretty easy. Maybe only a couple of hours worth of work, especially with uh, all the people we have here. Alright, well, you guys get underway, uh, the sun's, you know, you know, you've only got a couple of hours of daylight left, uh, you, you strongest, uh, men, uh, you go out in the water, Triton, the Triton, the, uh, who's got the highest strength out of you guys? Uh, I've got a plus, I've got 16. So that's a bonus, I think. It's plus two. Oh, yeah, plus, two. plus one. Yeah, yeah so, uh, Otto, you go out into the water as well, um... And uh, and the soldier goes, you right there, Joy? She's like jumping up on. Yeah, the she thing. loves laps and stuff. Uh, and uh, the the other soldier, Long Face, I believe you called him, <laughs> uh, goes out there as well. Uh, and you're uh, you you're you're uh, you ram this uh, rod uh, into the ground. You realise it's going to take a lot of effort to keep it there, so you decide it's best that you just stay there. And help support it. Uh, you run the, you anchor some ropes um, to the ship, um, and you set up the uh, bullocks. Now, this is your. Uh, let's see if we have to pay him money for broken equipment. Roll. Uh, whoever you want rolls 2d6. If you, uh, get a 7 or 9, one piece of equipment, 7 to 9, one piece of the equipment breaks. A 10, nothing breaks. It comes out quite easily. If you get, uh, no success, so 6 and below, uh, several bits of the shipwright's equipment break. So who wants to roll? Is there a modifier for this? No modifier. Not unless you guys can think of things to do. You roll one and I roll one. You want to say that I... Nah, do you just roll both? Why's that? He, does, he doesn't want partial blame. No, yeah, because I'd rather take full blame or, or no blame. It's not only the blame. I just feel that 
I'm, I'm superstitious with dice. He is. It's oh. weird. He's not noticed that. This is my damage dice. This is my rolling dice. I separate dice. I roll. Yeah. People get like that sometimes. Wait, wait, wait. I just believe in a lot of fate. Six. You get a plus one going I have, forward. I have a plus one forward, so I... I just rolled roll. 11. Or we can say we don't need it at all. Nice. Cora, Cora's like, fuck it. Let's do it live. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you hold the post in place. The oxen pull inland. The ship comes free of the shore and a bunch of the crew you brought with you... Uh, you see the, the crew that said they'd be here later in the afternoon have arrived and they... See the ships in the water, and they go running up, and they climb onto it, and you, and your soldiers and everything get on it, and you get the oars in there, and the shipwright's like, "All right, well, you guys bring it back to port, and I'll take the, uh, I'll I'll take the oxen and stuff back." Uh, so, um, uh, actually, no, he doesn't do that because he's going to come with the ship because the ship will get got, back there faster. How many oxen we got here? Two. Alright, well. I am going to spout law. Okay. And he's actually going to send one of the ship crew back with it because he so wants to come with the before, ship. Before this happens, yeah, I'm okay. going to spout law and try and figure out a ceremony to Poseidon. Okay. Yeah. Pretty sure you drown a boar, you drown an <laughs> ox in the water. That's how you save Poseidon. We want to save Jerry. Well, they're your, the ship's was like. Well, normally you don't. You only you don't uh, worry about offerings to Poseidon for a salvage ship until you relaunch it. But I guess we can. <laughs> I guess we can drown an oxen. But your oxen. What's your plan for drowning the oxen? Take it over to the water and try and hold it. <laughs> All right. Make me a roll plus strength. Hey, like, hey, boy, tight over here. <laughs> It's not very strong. This is this is how you drown an oxen in water, mate. I'll this give you, you I'll <laughs> give you a plus one because he's helping you. I'm doing strength. Yeah. So the total there is eight. Eight. Okay. So you'll be able to do it, but you're going to take damage from the oxen as it's thrashing about and trying to gore you. Seven damage. Oh. But you do have armor. So five. Yeah, manages to nick you. And you're like, oh fuck it, you're going down. You can get, it, you can get your cow punching on. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna quickly while when after you've done that, I'll, I'm gonna cast a spell. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna heal you up from that. Oh, yeah, sweet, thank you. <laughs> All right, so two d six plus wisdom. Two d six. Five plus wisdom. Six. No. Yeah. Spell fizzles out. I'm doing it myself, mate. No, don't worry. I won't. Alright. Well. <laughs> I think I just use some simple bandages at this point. Yeah, you just want to use some bandages? Yeah. You guys are. Uh, bandages work again? Uh, or something? D6, I think. It's D6. Um, so you guys know that the ship's going to take about two hours to get back to uh, the. Um, back to the harbour. The shipwright tells you that it's probably going to take him a day or two, at least, to get the ship even marginally seaworthy, let alone ready for any kind of battle. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he reckons, he reckons uh, with, uh, with a full, fully equipped workshop, um, triple staffed, working full shifts, non-stop, probably he could get it done, fully refurbished in a week. I'm going to be charming and open with this fella. Alright. And, um, 
How can I get you to get that done in a day? All right. Um, give me a king's fortune. Um. Hmm. What, what, what did he ask? Uh, who 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 do you really work for? You know. Who do I? Who who do you serve? Yeah. Who do you really serve? The king or the queen? The queen, he I, said. I am. Uh, I don't serve neither. Oh. So vapor. Self-absorbed adventurer. So you know how to get him to do it. He needs a stupid amount of wealth. You could promise him a stupid amount of wealth. You know, you don't know what's going to be on the island of love. Hmm. We, we can I'm just... a liar. You don't know how much that pearl is worth either. True. That pearl eye. I've, oh. I've still got the Capricorn fleece, so we could pass that off as something friggin'. Well, it is something. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty. Well, it really is. Yeah, yeah true. But I want to have a treasure in our guild. The other thing to remember, Otto, is that we're, just before we finish, we're going to get you to decide how you're going to sabotage them. Sabotage what? Remember, the, uh, he wanted you to sabotage the, the other ship? What did they call the Brittio Marts? The Brittio Marts. Ah, yeah. So as long as you've thought of that, I'm just saying, just think of it so we can quickly do it before we finish. Or something or other. So, how are you going to pay this ship right? Um, What's your plan? Does anyone have any input for that either? We need to kings. That's what he said, but it's like, you know, a figure of speech. It's basically a stupid amount of wealth because he'd need to hire heaps of people. I have this sacrificial drachma you can have. <laughs> that is a stupid amount of wealth, but uh, a different, <laughs> different reason. You didn't specify. <laughs> Any man who works on this ship will be blessed by the gods with our journey. Let alone be blessed by the king himself with coin and fortune. I am sure. I would also recommend saying something like being remembered for all time. Because heroic journeys or whatever. This, everyone will tell tales of this journey forever. And I will sing ballads of every man's name that, had it, had, that gave us input. Alright, make me that parlay. You're like offering him fame. Ooh. Ten. Ten? Nice. He's like... Alright. But I'm coming on this voyage with you because I want to cut of this treasure at the end. The offer applied to all men who came. As, uh, as uh, he's... Uh, you get back into uh, port and he jump, dives off the ship uh, and swims in while you guys are tying it off and you see him shouting into the crowd and everything and... Uh, Bali is there to greet you and uh, he's like, I'm going to need all this money if you want this ship ready in a day. She's like, in a day? What? <laughs> God damn! A day? Are they insane? <laughs> you see like a hundred uh, people just wandering down the street like uh, a bunch of orphans and stuff, quite like street rats and stuff. He's just like promising them some gold. Like, I'll give you, I'll give uh, ten drachma to whoever works all night in my workshop. Uh, I turn the right down a list of all the names. 
Oh, Jesus Christ, okay. Otto, how are you going to sabotage the other vessel? I think of something very evil. I mean, I've got well, I've got an idea that you could use if you want. You could use a, actually. You can make me a spout law. I'll tell you this idea. Okay, thank you. And a it's a nine. Nice. So you know that there are some poisons that don't kill; they merely induce sickness. You could imitate food poisoning. The crew probably share communal meals, so... That's what I was thinking. I was going to coat stuff with the king's poison. I thought I was going to kill them all, but... Yeah, that's... I mean, they'll be diluted. (laughs) (laughs) Then we don't have their competition at all. We take out one complete competitor out of the race. And also, you're able to get on that shit. Yeah, but their heroes, don't forget, they might all make deals with (laughs) death. And then they come back and they've got glowing green eyes. <laughs> and their flesh starts to peel off. And then you've got to fight an undead horde of fun. heroes. So they're all going to be like the pickaxe wielding dude. You can also spite the wine so they're too busy like, in lust of each other. <laughs> yes, you could oh. use the lust poison. Um, so you could even you could just get another poison. Um, you know. You just use your I dagger have, and then drag it down the sails. There's one here called Oil of... Tagit? Tajit? Tajit, probably. Target falls into a light sleep. So yeah, you, you could... send them all to sleep for a day. Or yeah, days. you could get a particularly potent oil. And, and then take burn a day to go. And then so burn their ship down. <laughs> what if it's like an induced coma? <laughs> Why don't you like pull the better? plug at the bottom of it? Yeah, that's a fuck. With the ship. What do you think that's a thing? Make sure that plug's closed up before we set sail. What's that? Open the plug? I said close the plug. Strip, strip their sails and steal their oars. We could do with some fresh sails and some oars. It's true. You could get the finest oars of wherever that kingdom is they came from. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't stealing, we'd and just put them all while asleep and just take their boat right now. Yeah, that has logistical problems. <laughs> That'd probably oh, work. Take the oars and shit. That's like, like a five-person job. Yeah, that's a harder one than just poisoning because he could like go. The poisoning is really easy. Mm-hmm. The only thing he needs to do is go in there and act like he's seeing that uh, woman of his. Yeah. Um, Zoltek. Yeah. He just goes and pretends like he wanted to see Zoltek. Before she sets sail. She's the kind of woman that has a man in every port. (laughs) Yeah, so I will do that. I will, uh... Are you going to use the the sleepy poison, or are you going to try and make them sick? A little bit of both. Make them sleep sleep sickness. Alright, it's going to cost you two drachma to get a um, a sickening poison. But that's not too much. I'll give you two. Okay. okay. You, 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 you just, I've, I've, well, not per se. I've got still got trinkets. Yeah, indeed. Okay. Well, I'll give you, I'll give you the point. You just give me a couple of bucks. So I'm down to eight. Sweet. Okay. And I'm just, I'm, I'm just using that um, dose of poison straight up. It
left over for inventory or anything. Yeah, indeed. Okay. So you're going to pour those uh, into the thing. Um, it's going to be like a Defy Danger or something? Or? Yeah, if you want you can use Defy Danger with Charm and Social Grace to be like, oh, I'm just here to see... That's Charisma. Use Charisma to be like, oh, I'm just here to see Zoltek. Um, I was, mm. Could I just act fast by sneaking onto the ship and um, yeah, doing because that's going to be a three, three point yeah. difference. So you, you you're going to like uh, you climb into the rigging. Ten. Ten. Yep. You uh you pour the poison down uh, from above their ship and it drips into their food pot and. Uh, you hope for the best. Uh, so we'll deal with that next time. Um, yeah, so the next game will be dealing with sailing uh, and stuff. Uh, might want to think about extra supplies you might want. And Uh, all that jazz, just sending a quick message to Kim, who's asking me something pretty important. So, we come to take, we came to take a ship and found a bloodyless pit, death pit. Turned a lost soul to help us take this waterbound bowl. They were shaking in their bones, it was not long till we will be baking in their throne. My voice filled the area and broke, and bones broke from the power of my throat. Xan, a wild beast, devoured the battlefield like it was a feast. Otto, straight to the point, destroyed more than a few joints. They all met their fire near the briny end. <laughs> a new ship in port, well, well in all fought. Might be worth uh, thinking of a name for your ship for next uh, run as well. Um, Boy toys. God. <laughs> what? Boy, boy Toys Cot. What that's what, he, that's what he reckoned the ship should be called. The Boy Toys Cot. <laughs> An interesting choice. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Apo is not opposed to the idea. Oh, I'm sure he was. He is no boy toy. Yeah, oh, he, he was. He was the one that slayed that last skeleton. Yeah, yeah uh, we we named the ship in his honour. Yes. Yeah, certainly something. Um, yes, so we'll deal with uh, what happens to that other crew. We'll deal with uh, the ship uh, quickly at the beginning. Uh, we'll do a perilous journey. Uh, it should take us like maybe half an hour to an hour at the beginning of next run. And then it'll be like the rest of the game is going to be fighting through Love Island. So we'll have a, a love-themed dungeon crawl for y'all. Oh, before we finish, though, yeah, with the old crew, and they're trying to start an orgy. Oh. <laughs> he didn't do one. All right. So I'll get you know I'll spend how much is a how much is a keg? I guess for like what do you got for like five drachma out? Well, it's pretty pretty terrible beer. Uh, I'll throw ten drachma out and get uh. two kegs of terrible beer. <laughs> 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 I thought you were trying to get like slightly better than terrible beer. <laughs> you get two big cakes of terrible beer for the crew, yeah, and any other willing participants. We'll start it on the docks, you know, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Turns into a big, uh, 
turns into a big party. Uh, you can hear, uh, you see a few of the uh, the soldiers from the radio uh, uh, ship come over. Uh, but after uh, like an hour or so, they have to leave the party for unknown reasons. They look a bit sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they got they got the bazookas. You know, they're like, oh, I just gotta, I just gotta go to the toilet. I just gotta go behind those bushes. Uh, and you descend into an orgy. Uh, but the but the sedge. The, the centaur is like, mm-mm, no thank you, I'm gonna go make sure this ship is built to centaur specifications. <laughs> it's gonna be the finest ship a centaur has ever captained. And the first. Cool. Brilliant. Alright, see you guys. I just dropped a fucking recorder. See you guys next time.